right, we are officially rolling, guys. Ladies and germs, it's Cleveland Moto Podcast number 368. And to my left. Oscar. And to his left. Libby. And to his left. Chris Smith. And to his left. John McAwash, Steve Hoffer. And your humble narrator, Phil. Guys jumped the wow, gun. Yeah, there. I totally. I lost my uh, my. I lost my stereo right yeah. channel on my headphone. No, it's back again. By yep. God, yeah, we got, got some. You know what? We got some loose cords around here. Um, sleepy. Yeah, but I, I would say it's funny. Sleepy came in and he was wearing his motorcycles and misfits shirt, and yeah. I was also wearing my motorcycles and misfits. So I buttoned shirt. up so we so didn't. Yeah, look. So we wouldn't be samesies yeah. like anybody fucking cares. The uh, uh, one of the first things I wanted to talk about because it is. You know, if it's not in the news, it should be because anytime there's a war going on, we should be talking about it. Uh, because you know, like I said, nine out of ten people approve of gang rape. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> in this case, like when you're being invaded, literally your country is being invaded. It's really, really hard to be like okay with that, right? And it's not okay. But so we've got some. Uh, you know, there are motorcycle dealers and. Ukraine, mm-hmm. uh, and there are motorcycle dealers in Kiev, and uh, this is something I thought that I would bring up because it's worth noting that the Harley Davidson dealer in Kiev mm-hmm. is part of a uh, auto dealer complex. Okay, and they deal Skoda, and they deal Seat, so they deal European brands, and I thought this was worth mentioning that. The guy who owns the dealership has turned his dealership into a literal um, resource center. Hmm. It is a shelter, and it is there. And what he would like to say is, as of yesterday at 6.40 a.m. their time, he says uh, the company's called Eurocar, hmm. and they, they're the Harley franchise in town, etc., People have always been and will remain the most important value of company Eurocar. You'll have to excuse the translation because it's Google, right? The company employees and their families are safe. There are 133 people living in our factory. Wow. In our, and it's essentially, it's, it's, it's not really a factory. It's their warehouses, right? Facility. And they call it the plants territory and their number is consistently increasing. So the factory offices have been turned into a real camp that regularly provides food, hygiene products, clothing, and other vital things. And cheers to them. Look, man, they ain't selling cars. They ain't selling motorcycles, but they have property. They've got thousands and thousands of feet of buildings and space and everything else. And I thought that was very, very impressive to see that this was happening. I'm going to let you guys know they've got heated space for people to stay. They've got three meals a day. They've got recreation areas that they've set up for the children. They're trying to maintain their semblances of school, volunteers coming in and teaching the kids. Uh, And this is going on. And what's very important, in my opinion, is Skoda, the car company is in the Czech Republic and they have taken their massive infrastructure. They have a network of rail and trucks to get these cars that they build into their dealerships in Ukraine. And they have completely stopped producing cars. Hmm. They have turned their entire infrastructure. 
their entire rail system is now moving goods, donated goods, household supplies, and everything into these dealers in Ukraine. And food support, blankets, everything. Uh, it's called, you know, Eurocar. If you want to look it up and you want to check out what they're doing, uh, they're, they have a Facebook page. It's it's active. But what they're putting together is they're basically building small apartments so that people have somewhere to go and can get away from this stuff. And I got to say, it is so impressive. You guys can see it on the screen, but they have taken their entire system that was designed to move car parts, that was designed to move motorcycles, designed to move cars, and they have completely reallocated it so that they can move food and household goods and everything over these supply routes that they've been using for years and years and years to get stuff to dealers. And instead, they're getting people essential stuff. I mean, there's containers of baby wipes and like all the stuff you would need to kind of just try to maintain a lifestyle. And here's to Skoda. Like here's to a car company that's really saying we're just stopping production. We're not going to build cars, even though they're not in the country that's being affected. It's pretty cool. So I want to say that that the Ukrainian authorities told citizens last week the captured Russian tanks... I love this. Did not need to be declared for tax purposes. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Okay. Too soon? That's amazing. No, no, no. No, that's brilliant. You know, know, as as my cousin said, it's more proof that Ukraine and Zelensky are winning, clearly winning the information war. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's, you know, they got to win something. Yeah, they do. They do have to win something. Well, that guy Fedorov, who's, Mm -hmm. you know, was the guy who reached out to Elon Musk to get the whole Starlink system and everything, like... It's brilliant, the whole plan that he's been playing. Like, it's way more orchestrated and, and well put together than yep. what you really understand. I mean, like, as far as, you know, internet presence, Facebook, like, he's, they're really working it hard. Yeah, absolutely. Are. But they're, absolutely. Also, they're also actually doing good battles. Like, they were like, so recently there was a whole thing, like, where this amazing footage, supposedly, of, like, tanks getting blown up and stuff, but it was actually video game footage. Yeah, yeah. right. It was a thing. But they said that they actually have re- like they've seen like um, drone footage and stuff that these guys are literally taking out tanks like like the lines of tanks mm-hmm. and things like that. Like the those, Ukrainians those, are really doing those it. drones are flying on Starlink. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Starlink, they won't yeah. be flying. And are those the uh, the Turkish drones that are coming <clears> in from from uh, Erdogan? They were I like think? three different types of yeah. drones. They yeah. have a, they have a Turkish drone. They have a domestic drone that's highly effective, yeah. and a couple other ones that more or less you know, but. This is a cool image. I thought this was pretty neat. Um, I did a little, I did kind of a, a little bit of a Google look at this because the building that is behind them is pretty easy to find. And so this is outside of the offices of Skoda. And what they've done is they have these skids, these pallets that are specifically designed that they own. And they're specifically designed to get car parts mm-hmm. to these dealerships. And what they're doing is you can see that they've got Red Cross support. There's people putting stuff in these skids, in these pallets, and then they're loading these pallets into these 18 wheelers. They look like bikes. They do look like motorcycle crates. They do. That's why as soon as I saw them, I was like, I think that's a motorcycle crate, Uh, but they're not. And what those are is, you know, when you've got that infrastructure, when you've got that resource already set up and you've been using it for 25 years to support your dealers, the difference is, yeah. Now let's be part of the solution and get this equipment in because where this Harley Davidson Skoda dealership is on the west side of Kiev that is essential to the movement of all the support from Poland and everything else. 
And that area is being hit and being controlled really hard right now because they want to cut those lifelines off to the people. Whereas these containers are coming from the south and coming from the east. And the idea being it's another supply chain. So it's being smart. It's being active on your feet. And you've got resource. You've got these trucks. You've got these containers. Use them. And that's really great. I'm so happy to see that. Because, yeah, if we were in this kind of a situation, we would all want as much support as anybody could give us. So here's to that. I will, I will probably never own a Skoda, mm-hmm. but here's to them for doing it. So well, well done. Oh, Glory to Ukraine. Well, yeah, exactly. And we do you know, acknowledge Skoda. that. And I've been watching. So one of our people that I Instagram with and back and forth is a motor scooter in a motorcycle shop in Kiev. It's not there anymore, guys. So, you know, there are 12 employees. There's nowhere to go to work in the morning. I mean, some of the it's photos gone. I saw of the yeah. one, you know, I think it's Mirapol, or I, I don't know yeah, if that's Mir- how you pronounce yeah. it. Right? Yeah. I mean, it looks like an atomic bomb hit there. Yeah, it does. They're saying yeah. that only 20% of the buildings are still intact. Yeah. Like, it's Dang. block after block well, that's, of bombed out buildings. That's, I mean, like, the thing is, is like the, the, the monetary damage that this is causing, that country's going to, how many years is it going to take to come back from all this? Right. Well, how do you know that they're not going to impose uh, rebuilding costs on Russia? Right. Well, how do you? Yeah, well, because the, the ruble is going to be worth nothing. Yeah, no. Well, what, well, what they'll, what they'll do is they'll take their six hundred forty billion dollars right. out, out of the World Bank and say, "Okay, you get three billion back. Yeah. The rest of it's going to rebuild all the exactly. bullshit you blew up." So fuck you. More and news. your sister. Yeah. Well, and into the other part of the motorcycle podcast that I thought was interesting. <laughs> uh, Kind of cool. Remember last couple of weeks ago, we were pushing around all these pictures of Honda Hawks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the Honda Hawk Eleven. Is this another rendering, or is no, this the actual thing? No, this is thing? not a rendering. Yay! Yay! I'm happy to announce that we have a motorcycle that is not an artistic rendering. And I'm happy. I didn't really like a lot of the renderings. Yeah. I like this better. I like this better. Except so. for wait a second, what's going on there in the back? Back it up. That that what? What? Oh, okay, yeah. that's air in between there. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of air. Yeah, I was yeah. like, is yeah. that a like a? Yeah. Oh, no, there no, is no, a no. whole lot of air above that back tire. So this thing has been properly kicked right up the arse. Uh, it's it's beautiful. It's a great looking motorcycle, I have to say. And you know, here's to them for doing it and making it cool. I think that it's it's safe to say at this point now that Honda has released it, right? Uh, it's going to get a official unveiling at the 2022 Tokyo. So that'll be there. Uh, what I, the things about it that I fucking absolutely love is I love the way the fairing looks like it was specifically built for the motorcycle, despite it being a very retro bullet type fairing. So I think that's mm. beautiful. Mm. Uh, to answer anybody's question too, that is the Africa twin motor. That that so. fairing has the look of those three quarter fairings that was on the KZ. It sure does. <laughs> KZ's in, in Mad Max. Yes, it does. Uh, it's yeah. a really good looking fairing. Uh, the blue color is a nice classic. That's a good, you know, Honda Hawk blue. I still that, don't like the you know, tail though. Like the one thing I love yeah. about my Z900 is yeah. that they brought back like the schlumpy back yeah. end of a bike. Yeah. Like Honda's still going with that angular like hawk tail looking fucking. Well, this is the no tail. So yeah, this is yeah. the whole no rear fender. Like this is yeah, the, right. like all that's back there. You're supposed to take off as soon as the day. I was going to say everything that they've got. The last foot and a half of this motorcycle is designed to t- come off with four Torx bits. Yes. You know, like it is really clearly and you're right. And that's your, your, you know, your KZ 900 RS mm. that has a tail because KZ's had a tail. Right. Right. A beautiful, that's, right. But that's what I'm tail. saying. Like, yeah. like, but like with these, like, 
Because even though this is a new design, it's still right. going for that. It's pulling at the retro heartstrings. Absolutely. So I don't yeah. understand why they. I mean, like, listen, the bike's beautiful. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not dogging it. But yep. I, like to me, it could be better yep. if it had an actual vintage looking tail. Absolutely. Well, I a lot of Hondas should... didn't have that tail. I mean, I, they did. I mean, like when you go to what, like the CB900, mm-hmm. well, like that, that orange and yellow, like that had a little bit of one, you know. But... If you look at a Honda GT650 Hawk, no, no. I mean, they, there's, there is not a lot of tail on that bike. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that, you're right, you're right. yeah, that particular bike, because, and we're, we're sticking with the Hawk name, right? Uh, but, Pretty much it when it still has an ass, though. I mean, there's still something there. Well, I mean, you could always make a kit and sell it. I mean, to technically, people. behind the passenger's seat, behind the passenger's ass, there is maybe two and a half inches of real estate before you get to the taillight, right? But right. it's just not angular. This yeah. doesn't look like you know, like, like it. it the, the new bikes all look like the Craigslist guys actually got it right at some point, you know what I mean? Like, they just cut off so much yeah. off the back, right? And I'm, I'm definitely of the opinion that. It is well worthy of wearing the Hawk name. Yeah, that's right. fine. I yeah. mean, it's a good looking bike. Yeah. I'm not, believe me, they did a good job. They did a great job. Yeah. And considering what the five or six different artist concepts that we saw three weeks ago, four weeks ago, mm. this is the one I'm glad that they went with. Yeah. <laughs> so is that an 1100cc V-twin? Yeah, because it's the new. Nah, it's not a V-twin. What? But a Hawk is a V-twin. No, nobody ever said a Hawk's had to be a V-twin. No, I guess not. CB400 Hawk. That was right. a parallel twin. Okay. And that wore the name Hawk before any of the other two did. That's true. Right. So, okay. yeah. I mean, I mean, come on, man. I mean, okay. <laughs> come on, man. So what is it actually? Is it is it another 1100cc twin? Like the It's Africa an Africa twin. twin. It's an Africa twin, yeah. Motor, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and the new one's 1100ccs, right. but it's still the Africa twin only has... The 1980 Hawk parallel twin, you know? And I would argue that I, go, I, you don't have yeah. to rub my nose in it. I Come mean, on, John. No, but do I know what a bike is. But I they, know what the bike is. Are you going to mansplain this to me? <laughs> well, my my question is is how much did they uptune it, and what's the gear ratio? Who because because the Africa Twin, even the new eleven hundred, only has one hundred nine horsepower. Oh, only and it's only, geared. Yeah. Well, no, only, but I mean for a big adventure bike like the KTM tuned for the mid range. Yeah. Oh, yeah. are you going to yeah. say it only does eighty five miles an hour too? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, slower than a Versys. <laughs> I love no, I love the power delivery of the Africa Twin. I'm not dogging. Uh, I'm saying burn. though, but if you're going to sell a sport bike, <laughs> you're going to change something because you're not going to keep it fucking the gear ratio. And the, the only thing I don't like about it yeah. is I wish they would put the at least fake fins on. It's not fake fins, right, but right. like put some fins on the side of that slab of a yeah. of a. Yeah, uh, they did cylinder. that on my Kawasaki. It has little lines just to make you think that it's fucking air cooled. Yeah, it would just make it look better. The yeah. 1978 Honda Hawk. Uh, that's your favorite, right? That is my absolute least favorite. That is, that is that's another one. That's a war crime. The Hawk uh, That's Hawk-o-matic. the ones that you, you can still <laughs> oh, find them for hell, like five hundred bucks, and you're like, still can't do it. I still can't do it. I still can't do it. Yeah, yeah. I, we have one of these that um, you know the previous owner, uh, our customer, did us the disservice of dying while the bike was in our shop, and uh, <laughs> bastard. And it's one of these, you know, wooed. Yeah, very wooed. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And it's that thing. It's like, okay, I mean, we're not going to be able to get the title for it for obvious reasons, because when somebody's perished, title not so good anymore. But it's it's that thing. It's a 78. It's this black color. So of all the colors that it was available in, arguably the black is the least offensive because that ridiculous fucking seat kind of blends into the rest of the motorcycle. <laughs> I thought those Japanese guys down at Mid-Ohio bought that book. No. 
No, they did not. No, they did not. Uh, I had not yet released that one to the world yet. Mm. Uh, but anyway, that's one of those ones where it's like, it's not a great looking motorcycle. It's just not. And, and of the Super Hawk and of all the other Hawks that have hawked, it's not my favorite Hawk that ever it's hawked. It's more like a hawker. It is a hawker. Yeah, it's not a great, not a great looking bike. But again, in that era, there were a lot of bikes that weren't that great looking. It was a tough time for motorcycles. Um, certain motorcycles had seats that we are just not allowed to talk about in polite company. CB, <laughs> CB 900 custom. Yeah, uh, it was the best bike ever. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make it into a cafe racer too. No, you're not. You're not going to make that into a cafe racer. Look at that fucking seat. Come on. So, uh, anywho. But in other fun motorcycle news that kind of makes sense, what we were supposed to be talking tonight about was an Energica. Mm -hmm. But due to certain logistics issues in the United States, I guess we'll be talking about that next week. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, that, that giant confluence of trucks around D.C., there were some casualties. Did you guys see, this is the greatest dude ever, as, a, as, as an ex-cyclist who used mm -hmm. to get almost hit by cars daily. <laughs> Um, <laughs> did you see the guy, the DC cyclist? No, no, he, tell me more. He jumped out in front of the things, um, in front of the trucks doing those rides and kept them at like 15 miles an hour on a bicycle and would not get he out of the way. He played the Tiananmen Square job yes. on and the he just wheelers. rode yeah. right in front of these giant, there's shots of him. It's, this, this bike yeah. riding in front of all the trucks. Look, <laughs> I hope somebody rolls cola all over that guy. <laughs> all, all I know for sure is he probably made the situation 1% worse. Yeah, right. And the joke is like, oh, they didn't want to, they, they decided they weren't going to go into DC. Right. Because they liked having their trucks. Right. And not having to have them impounded on some federal level. Right. Homeland Security type of impound is not just show your title and get your truck back. You can kiss your CDL goodbye. Exactly. Right. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So if you like making money, right. So I guess they just circled. In traffic that already only moves at 10 miles an hour. I was going to say, nobody could know. <laughs> no. I've been there. I've done it many, many times. If you get on that road anytime between, I'd say, six, like 0600 yeah. and about 8 p.m., you yeah. wouldn't know that there's a convoy in there. No. That way, it would just be more like, oh, okay, well, just another, another one of the 90 million trucks that are already there. Yeah. The only difference would be the flags. So <laughs> that would be it. So... We have talked about, you know, everybody's pushing mm -hmm. to have electric. Everybody's mm -hmm. pushing to take this and electrify it. We were talking about Volkswagen Beetles. Mm -hmm. And like, there's, there are people now that have kits and have a job where the, you know, the Volkswagen Beetle with the 1300 air-cooled four-cylinder motor shows up. And in a day later, it is a running, operating, rip your fucking arms off electric powered Volkswagen Beetle. You don't want a one barrel Solex. I know. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you want a one barrel Solex? Yeah, and it goes from four. It goes from thirty one horsepower to one hundred and forty horsepower. Right. Well, in the course of one day. Look at right? Lotus. Lotus yeah. is not going to produce any more no. gasoline powered motors. And I think we're going to. I think we're all going to hear stories about that from virtually every manufacturer. That's the way it is. But. There's always been this statement of like, well, what you got to do is you got to take, they made to make a kit. Well, folks, Energica has made a kit. Oh, shit. What? Yeah. So uh, Italian motorcycle company Energica, 
who you know ran the the Energica Cup, the electric motorcycle racing, and I had kind of I might have said it on a podcast. Ducati officially took over the electric GP, mm-hmm. but Ducati didn't have an electric motorcycle. Nope. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but Energica already had a bunch of motorcycles that were already doing the GP. So are they just going to put Ducati badges on the Energica motorcycles? I was this close to being right. Survey says. <laughs> Survey says you don't have to. Oh, they're kidding him off. So here you go, guys. <laughs> yeah, so this is it. So uh, I hate being right. I just wasn't exactly right. So they're not taking Ducatis and putting... Energica motors in them. They're taking Energicas and putting Ducatis around them. So Mm. this is what is happening is Energica or Energica. uh, Energica is basically acknowledging that they will sell out to other manufacturers. And that would be like Keanu Reeves Mm. or Jesse James or whoever it is that builds motorcycles. Confederate or, you know, uh, they don't call them that. Curtis. uh, Hoover. Hoover, Pook, Modi Pecan, Yanis, Yanis, Yanis. Okay, but what they're going to do is they will they will sell to manufacturers at different levels of completeness or different levels of how much. So what you see here in this picture is is a rolling chassis. So what you got going on here is a rolling chassis. Now this is a lot of motorcycle. You're not far from a, no. a motorcycle at this point. No, no but you uh, know what? Yeah. The thought of getting Chris's Janus converted to electric and having a silent Janus wouldn't be fucking amazing. Silent but deadly. No more gases coming out of it. No more anything. Just yep. Quieted that. Silent but deadly. Quieted that Janus right down. So I got and, and, you know, I got to say, Cinch was over here laughing to himself for about three minutes, just trying to. He was waiting put that, for that Put one. that whole comment he together. Was, yeah, was that was a finely crafted, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. why? Because the people have demanded more Janus jokes, so we got to give true. it to them. One person has demanded. <laughs> well, yeah, right. You act like there's and more than much two not from you either. <laughs> exactly. That's 50% Half of our listening. audience wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. And I mean... The whole idea is, I'm not saying that it's great, and I'm not saying you should go out and buy one. I'm not saying that you should take your Honda Superhawk and buy an Energica kit and bolt the Superhawk body to it and call it an electric Superhawk. I'm not. I'm not even suggesting that that's something you'd want to do. What I am saying is the idea being for a guy who wants to build a motorcycle. Mm -hmm. So if you are Deus Ex Machina and you want to have a Deus Electric, Mm -hmm. well, now you don't need to wait for your buddy to crash a Zero. Right. You can just call and say, I would like to order. Do you want the frame? I'll, I'll build my own frame. I'm good at frames. I want a motor. I want a power controller. I want the battery. And that's the cool thing is Energica is basically saying, we're going to help support you in that. And you can, can you imagine yeah. like all you'd have to do is, is they could have the same powertrain for everything. Yeah. But all you would really need. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, but all you need is adapter plates, kind of like, Correct. you know, like they make yeah. all the different things for slapping yeah. different motors Absolutely. and whatever. Yeah, that'd be cool. And, and, stuff, yeah. Yeah. and it's not, and it's not saying that some other company wouldn't do that. What I'm saying is at least Energica is hitting the presses and saying, yes, for a guy that wants to do, build an electric motorcycle, for a guy that wants to create a design product, whatever, 
that they're saying, yeah, we're, we're not going to hold that shit close to the vest. We're not going to keep it away from you. You can buy it. You and mentioned all those things, like the things that you've been working on, those, um, fuck, you know, like the, the Vespa trucks. Yeah, you yeah, know, like, like yeah. When those yeah. things, oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, would, that would be a game changer for mm-hmm. those fucking things. Man. I totally agree. Yeah. Absolutely. And Who, that is. Who's going to be the first one to come out with the electric cruiser? You know? I mean, Harley didn't do it with their live wire. They should have. It's mm-hmm. what everybody thought was going to happen. Yeah. Six years ago, seven years ago, they're like, Harley's going to have an electric motorcycle. And everybody was like, over my dead body. Right. And everybody was super pissed off. But everyone thought for sure that when they said Harley Davidson, it was going to have fringe. Like, well, they did have the seat shaker. So that was an important investment. That's the heartbeat of America. Yeah. (laughs) Right there. Yeah, that's freedom you're feeling. Yeah. Yeah, your taint is being massaged by freedom. How can we take, how can we take a smooth, silent thing that's a joy to ride and make it more shitty? It, also seat true. Shaker. Seat shaker. <laughs> seat shaker. So anyway, just to just to kind of bring it back that full circle. That's a it's kind of an interesting idea. Yeah. So that's pretty neat. And we do talk, you know, there is the electrification. Now, for most of us, yeah, I'm I don't think anybody at this table outside of Steve is going to want to invest, you know, $25,000 on an electric motorcycle. Yeah, he right? will. And a not completed one on actually just Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you can buy the complete soup to nuts zero, right, right. zero That's SRS. Right. You can buy a, an, an, an Energica. Do they have an Energica kit for a Honda Passport? Ooh. Well, here's Ooh. the interesting thing. You guys, um, if you read down a little bit. They already have an electric passport, I think. They do, but this is what I thought was interesting. Energica is no stranger to strategic alliances either. The brand previously partnered with Del Orto and Rianova for the e-power and CEMP projects. The collaboration began on the Moto E track, where Del Orto leveraged data collected from the Energica Ego Corsa race bikes. The team then devised an electric propulsion system suitable for urban mobility, Mm. Steve, ranging from 2.5 kilowatts to 15 kilowatts. That's a passport. You know, if you've got a 110 or 90 cc passport, you're at 12 kilowatts. So that's what these 125s produce. So the fact is that they're, and Energica is already aiming at that. They're already saying it's not just the 126 mile per hour motorcycles. It's not just the 150, you know, pounds feet of torque. There's a hell of a market to be had there. Without a doubt, the number one phone call I've taken at my shop this week has been what? Have you seen the gas prices? Mm-hmm. The guy that just walked up. Yes. The guy exactly, that just walked up. Exactly the same conversation. The first thing he wanted to know was, what kind of miles per gallon does it get? Yep. And we have had so many people call here, and it's like, Cleveland is insulated. I have a giant eagle card, so I paid three seventy nine a gallon for my 30 gallons the other day, right? Mm-hmm. And I got giant eagle, you know, eaglet points for it or whatever. <laughs> but the point being, at three seventy nine a gallon, we're living pretty easy. That's six bucks. You six cross over seven. that PA border, well, the taxes are a little different over there in Pennsylvania. There is no three seventy nine a gallon. It's four and a quarter. It's four fifty. Mm-hmm. California six, six seven, seven bucks. Yeah. Right now, would anyone like to guess the current price adjusted for gallons and dollars that? You would be paying if you were one of our podcast listeners in London right now. Oh, no. Can't imagine. Oh, it's got to be like nine or ten bucks. It a just gallon. cracked ten bucks. Yeah, Jeez. for okay. one gallon of gas. Okay, so just yeah. round this out to four dollars. Yeah, 
Sure. Okay, so if your car gets if what and it's based on like the difference between what your car is getting. Yep. Right. Absolutely. So say your car gets twenty miles to a gallon. Right. And it just very yeah. That's so simple very, mass. Yeah, right. So simple yeah. mass. So yep. that means your bike is getting four hundred eighty-four miles to a gallon right. based mm-hmm. on your electricity cost. Right. Absolutely. Yep. So if you Absolutely. ride an electric scooter versus right. your uh, like for a charge like or per tourist. charge. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Depends how you ride your electric scooter too. If you're riding it on the freeway, then of course you're going to get a lower. It's going to be different. Lower but, fuel economy, right. but but it's 24 times. It's right. basically 24 times at four dollars. Right. It's, it's four dollars. Four times. Yep. Yep. What what you're getting in your car, and that's like if you're not you, because I know you are going to be like, I'm only going to charge my back after 7 p.m. when it drops to 11.9 cents per kilowatt. You know, like you're not going to sh- you're not going to charge your bike at the most expense. Uh, he's charged at work, yes. free, free, and that's where that's where electric <laughs> that's where electric vehicles you don't you, there's no place where you can go and get free gasoline, right? But with electric vehicles, there's lots of places you, you can, can go and get a free yeah. charge. Oh yeah, neighbor's Absolutely. house when they're not looking. Every pop, every pop machine in America. Yeah, right. Every yeah, really. To, to you, that says Pepsi. To me, that says free electricity. <laughs> right. Yeah, four o'clock in the morning. If there's a Pepsi machine, that's just and, a gas and, tank. And the weird part yeah. is, is people don't seem to mind. Like we weren't we weren't using it for an electric bike, but as we were just saying, everything that Nick rides breaks down. So Nick's bike broke down the one <laughs> yeah, time, uh-huh. and and so he went and bought a battery charger, and we had to plug it in. So we're at this like abandoned restaurant that we thought was abandoned. And these people come out and they're like, "Oh, what are you doing?" And we're like, "Oh, we're trying to charge a battery." Like, oh, here, here's a plug. Go ahead, use yeah. it all you want. Oh my God, Nobody yeah. cares. Nobody cares. No, well, because they yeah. realize that's only costing maybe a dollar, a couple yeah. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. God, if you think it's seventeen cents a kilowatt hour, I'm going to be sitting at Porco having cocktails and lunch, <laughs> and if I'm going to plug in for two hours, yeah. okay, that's thirty-seven cents. Yeah, I think. I think Steph can handle that. You tip better than that. Exactly. Right. right. Plus, they got a cool looking motorcycle on their patio for two hours. Yeah. You know? Um, So, you know, our Patreons are kind of funny people. Uh Uh-oh. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They all leave. Apparently, some of them have got the Cleveland Moto sense of humor down to a science. Uh, Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's never good. Yep. So, Dave King wrote back. Uh Oh. Do you you remember that? Hi, Dave. Remember that thing? Yeah. All right. Uh Pretty pretty awesome, right? Uh, he's the guy who came up with the concept that the CRF two hundred and fifty was technically a Africa twin. <laughs> yeah. Africa, yeah. <laughs> he will all he will be a legend because Wait, of that. Did you? So today I accidentally sent you when I was sending over the podcast. Yeah, and I was typing it and it came out podcast, and I was <laughs> like, I was like, that fits so well. We yeah. actually do a podcast. <laughs> yep. So well, remember, remember when Dave was talking about his seized up Stella. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, he said that his cylinder, the interior yep. of it, looked a lot like the uh, surface of the moon. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, not so great. He ground off the Nicosil, that guy. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. okay. So now, but th- this is, you know, he's he's got it figured out. So he's not the one that said he ground off all of his Nicosil. Oh, okay. But... <laughs> He ground off all his but <laughs> He has done an amazing impression of every podcast listener. Uh-oh. Stella Man here. I did my own research and I followed the science. The Melosi 166 kit is all cast iron on the jug. I did the magnet test robot demonstrated on YouTube. Ah. I've fucked with Nicosil line cylinders before and this was not plated, like for sure. For sure. 
He's got us. <laughs> Congratulations. You know our, you're hitting us right where we live. Yeah, because we also went to the back of the shop and grabbed the cylinder because I was like, I, I, I don't want to be wrong about this. Yeah. So I went back and grabbed a Melosi cylinder out, out of the back, that's and I was right. like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, it's, uh, that's Nick. So what the fuck is the problem? Then he just fucked up the grind or what? Well, no, this this guy's making fun of oh, that. He oh. didn't. He, oh, he didn't do it. Okay. He went back and did a magnet test on the cylinder uh, per robot's video. Yeah, right. Right. Oh. Because everything's true if you say it's per robot's video. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Well, he doesn't yeah. fuck up very much, though. But the idea is we've had people come in here and justify some insane shit saying they saw it on a YouTube, YouTube video from yeah, Robot. That's true, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I got the badges over there. It's a certified YouTube mechanic. Yeah, we'll get you one of those. Uh, and I like Tide Pods. Exactly. <laughs> so you've been to MMI? Well, no, but I've watched every Robot video. Right. Right. And I, stepped at, I slept in a Holiday Inn last night. So uh, I watched Vice Grib Garage, two episodes. I know everything there I is to know about the know everything there is to know about the carbonators yeah. and the infusulators. And the sparkulators. And the sparkulators. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wish there was an infusulator. Right, what, you got the, what you got is you got to hold the carbonator over with the, yeah, yeah, and the fusibomber. So a guy might have made yeah. a mistake about Nicosil in a, a cylinder. <laughs> Pretty good, huh? Matthew Coros, Matthew Croson or Croson, yeah. So here's good Croson. news, guys. Croson. No, he's not Croson. I checked. He's not Croson. Yeah. Uh, yep. So anyway, he goes, "Hey, elaborate on the whole Marshall thing on the Isle of Man." So he wants to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this yeah, is cool. Yeah. When my bold brother and I uh, decided to go back in 2015, I noticed a lot of online chatter about needing volunteers, marshals. Uh, there's a website dedicated to this purpose, so they signed up after answering some basic questions. Height, width, girth. Yeah. Uh, we were asked How where... How drunk will you be by 2 p.m.? <laughs> that should be yeah. top. Right. Yeah. We were asked where we would like to be and how many days we could help out. Holy shit. We get to pick where we want to what? help out and more than one day? Needless to say, cool. I could only think of one spot... The bottom of Bray Hill. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. man. Oscar and I, it was hard for us to leave that spot because you get to see him coming down the hill. I goes leap and everything. They're hell bent for leather coming down that hill. And then they use so much braking energy that the whole planet moves like six inches to the left. <laughs> when you get these guys coming down the hill at 140 miles an hour yeah. and all of a sudden they're like, and Dude, then they got to make the turn yeah. for, you know, Ballock Bridge. Yeah. So when they come down that hill, and that's that was a walking distance from our house. Yeah. And so you get to clean up the blood then? It, it, this spot, Steve, when you're watching this particular part of the race, the landscaping feature becomes grandstands. And all the people that we met there, every single one of them was a Cle Cleveland Moto podcast contender. These guys showed up. <laughs> With jackets of many pockets. <laughs> and like the guys behind us were Dutch. And like instantly, all we smelled was amazing weed. And then the bottles started coming out of the yeah. pockets. Mm -hmm. Did they eat their skin? Their own skin? <laughs> yes, They're exactly. Fricky, dicky, Dutch. <laughs> were there any beardaliers? There were, be oh, every conveyance you could ever see. And the people in front of us were German. We had German folks in front of us. And it was, it was the United they, Colors of Benetton. Schnitzel? They had everything. They had like a proper like fucking picnic. They, had they like, brought like full everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they were they were gotta have pocket and schnitzel. You, and you're on a surface that is a straight up forty five degree incline. Yeah. So you can only like recline, but it's perfect for yeah. watching the races. Yeah. And then 
what, 75 feet away is a place you can buy food and booze and shit like that. So you get to watch two amazing turns, which one is basically a traffic circle and not everyone makes it through. (laughs) So like I'd say a good solid 10% of the people in practice are like, nope, that's not the line. And then they have to have a close encounter with hay bales and air walls and people that are standing there watching in front of the biz, the, that the building middle, opposite In the us. middle of the traffic. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's fucking crazy. Wire wall and yeah. Wire. So anyway, so he goes, so he said, needless to say, I could think of only one spot, the bottom of Bray Hill. No yeah. shit, yeah, dude. Yeah, right spot. on. Yeah. We only did one day, Monday Superstock. They put you with more experienced marshals. They would have to. Yeah. After determining <laughs> if you are comfortable with using two-way radios, flags, etc. Mm-hmm. Meaning you're not a complete and utter fucking Muppet. Uh, your job is crowd control, moving barricades before and after the yeah. racing, yes, yeah, yeah. as well as helping riders if there are any issues. You are not allowed cameras, cell phones, or any other distractions yeah, during exactly. your time. Yeah, that Good. Makes, yeah. They give you a cool lanyard with your name and where <laughs> you helped out. They give you a safety vest and a couple of free beer tickets to use after, after the day is yeah. over. <laughs> it was hands down the best part of being there. You felt like you were helping out yeah. and part of the bigger picture rather than just being a tourist. And when you went into bars wearing your lanyard, or of your course, the locals budget. appreciated yeah. you more. Yeah. So he gives us a link to, to go oh, and find would... out if you're going to want to go to the Isle of Man. That's pretty cool. Oh shit, man! Okay, I remember that. The, the, I think at the end of the race, that remember that they were taking the picture where there were all the marshals and stuff. Yes, at the grandstands, at the grandstands yeah. by the by the award tower, yeah. by the podium. Yeah. Yes, That's they had cool. all the marshals there taking this like group photo of all the marshals. Yeah. They had marshaled all the marshals. They yes. had, yes, and they did. and <laughs> Mickey Marshall and Matt Marshall and Morty Marshall were all marshaled into one spot where they gained the marshals. What there. about Minnie Marshall? Well, Minnie Marshall was there too. He was there too. Yeah. And there was Mini Marshall on a mini motorcycle too. Yeah, we yeah. saw Mini. There was a very attractive young Marshall. Yes. That happened to be on a uh, like a Blada uh, pocket bike. So there was a Blada. Go to all the way to Isle of Man. Wouldn't that be a Marshall? Here is Marshall, 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 Marshall. Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's pretty cool. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. That's a really good email, dude. That is fantastic. Yeah. And he's a Patreon member. Where's yeah, yeah I love these Patreon members. Yep. So anyway, the. Uh, do you remember uh, we talked about Dave Osterday, who may or may not have been there the night of the Bourbon Ferry? I remember, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And may or may not have fallen down due to... I think I know who this guy is. Excessive gravity. Which which stop was it? Because we made about 12. It was like one of the first ones. Because I, I saw, I think it's the same guy I've, I saw a couple more times. Okay. Like he, he had the CB350. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, I think yeah. they were the guys that were like, no, thank you. And then they saw that it was like good bourbon. And they were like, oh, wait a minute. Come back. Were that, is that the guys or no? I, I, I think I know who it is. Yeah. But let's, let's hear what they're like. I don't want, I don't want to, well, you know, the dime store bullshit. And then he was like, oh, shit. That's all he wants bourbon. to do. <laughs> yeah, got some basil Aiden over there. Yeah, right. yeah. All he wants to do is correct the pronunciation of his last name. Because we, we said his name was Osterday like yesterday. And it's not Osterday like yesterday. It's Osterday. <laughs> no, it's Ostertag, as oh. in oh. Easter Day, the oh. day of Easter. Oh. Close enough. So come out from behind your rocks, people. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> he said Easter Day or bastardized English, like my family did. <laughs> Osterday. Oster Day. So Oster-top. Easter Day. Exactly. And we thought that being seasonal, you know, we could we could talk about Oster Day. Oster Day. So that's that's Dave Oster Day. And he is going to be participating in that insane uh, Loud Escapes 
the Dolomite tour with the Misfits. So, you know, starting in, oh. starting in München, let's do it right. Starting in München and then going down into the Alpenstrasse. And, and he's going to come up here and buy all his traveling gear up here on you. When is that happening? Uh, that's happening. I'll have to look it up. It's uh, it's it's the weekend of AMA Vintage yeah. Days because I'm going to be at AMA yeah. Vintage Days for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and then Saturday flying I'm flying to Germany. So I went home after that podcast when you yeah. announced that, and Peggy's like, "You should go," and I was like, uh, uh, "Oh, I hadn't thought about doing that and everything." You should go, but I don't. Th- I mean, do what's but look at Steve? He's like, "You got to run the plant that week." Sorry, dude. Do it. But <laughs> I, I recommend you look. I yeah, recommend you check it, it out. Yeah. I kind of am writing it off because I'm like, do I know airfare is going to be $5,000. Do do like, yeah. Hey, I know you as of, as of and, Monday, and there and were even a couple of slots available. Even if you have your airfare booked, they yeah. might cancel your flight and tell you, that, you know what I mean? You like, just fucking watch your whore mouth, man. I don't want to hear about <laughs> that. What happened to James? I know. What look, happened to James? Look, oh, look. we're going to cancel your flight and give you $400 worth of air. Lufthansa would never do that. And that's why I'm flying on Lufthansa. So, yeah. The Germans. the Germans, but but you're right, and I was terrified because when I had looked at our Isle of Man tickets yep. that I got for him and me, we were looking at eight hundred bucks round, round trip. trip. Yeah, yeah. And then, you oh, know, two weeks later, yeah. it was four grand. Right. So I don't know what it is right now it's to fly good. to Munich. It's not good. I can. <laughs> I, 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 good. It's not good. <laughs> I will. I just for the just for fun. Yes, prices might be up. Yeah, just a tad. Yeah, they might be down too. Right. Just or a also, hey, hey, who knows? By the end of July, the Russian army may have marched into Germany, trying to get back the right half that they lost in 1989, and then flying into Germany is probably going to be really cheap. Yeah, yeah the right. barrel's yeah. going to drop to like. We'll 50 fly bucks. you to Germany if you bring a gun. They let you in for free. It's yeah, but when oh, the Russians that's true too. I didn't think <laughs> about that. That's the that's Russian army gets true. into Germany and they say, "Well, well fuck you. this. We're not going back to Russia." <laughs> <laughs> this is much better. Well, now that they shut down the pipeline, they could probably crawl through there and infiltrate. <laughs> Sneak in that way. Yeah. So let me, I'm just going to do a real quick check just that's for the just hell of silly. it. silly. I know. That's exactly right. So let's just say we're, we're just going to do this. We're going to do it once and we're going to do it once for fun. So uh, we're going to do a round trip. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, we're going to do a round trip to Munich. All right. Very good. Uh, th- those bad. dates got to change. <laughs> So we gotta we gotta pump those dates out. So what was the dates? We, took, uh, um, July Hulkhofend? July was what? Um, twenty fourth so like, or something. Twenty fourth. Yeah, twenty fourth. So, something like that. Yeah, yeah we're flying something. like here, right? Yep. Yeah. Yes, so we're flying there. So we're flying there. Yeah, that's good. And then uh, and then our return. We're gonna let's get you back at a reasonable. Let's get you back at a reasonable uh, week. We'll give you a week. Okay, mm. we'll give you a week. All right. Drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Services. They won't even tell you without a credit application. A loan application. Waters, you have flown with us before. All right, here we go. Oh my God, I saw a seven. No, no. Yeah, there's a seven up there, but there's a seven. But you know, that's like we'll sort and filter. First class. Oh, okay, okay. We can't let John go anything but first class. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I see twenty two hundred there. I think you're right. All right. 22, 25, 33, yeah, 76. That's, that's your numbers right What's there. What's a yeah. boat? Yeah. Now, if we move it, if, look at, hey, if we move it one day earlier, right? So we move one day earlier, we get them down to 1475. Okay. Well, All right, guys. So we have a new Patreon level. 
<laughs> Get John to the McSwishy Fest. Yeah. We're going to call this the uh, Munich Round Trip. Oktoberfest in July. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to call it the Munich Round Trip. 18, because okay. yeah, 40. if you move your travel days one day over... Skip, Wait, but skip that's Mid-Ohio. yeah. You're you're literally you're gonna have to leave Mid Ohio one day before I do. Yeah, so it might be worth the uh, five hundred to six hundred dollar difference in ticket to stay at Mid Ohio for one more day. <laughs> John's like, no, it's not. I mean, send no. John to Germany. <laughs> yeah, send yeah, John yeah. to Germany. <laughs> it's, the send John to, it's the send John to Germany fund. We're going to pass a hat. Yep. It's going to be a very large hat. <laughs> and then he's going to go fuck it. It's going to fuck it. I mean, if you send me to Germany, I'll fuck just about anything you want. <laughs> I mean, bring you choose the hat. Yeah, exactly. It, right? Bring the hat. Don't eat do the schnitzel when you're there. The pocket <laughs> schnitzel. There, there's the pocket like, schnitzel. <laughs> I would eat all the schnitzel. There are three or yeah. four people that are going to sing you that little phrase out. Yes, there are. And you're going to have seven right. plane tickets, yeah. and they're going to oh, be like, yeah. you said yeah. it, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Assume the position, and buddy. The, and they'll be there waiting for you to yeah. eat their schnitzel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, that's right. Once you get past the smell, you've got it licked. <laughs> oh! <laughs> dangerous. Oh, that's Absolutely <laughs> dangerous. The, uh, so I did, and let's see if we, can, if we can save you some more money on the return flight. No, the return flight, we got you pretty well bunkered in. Unless we can sneak, unless your boss will let you have off until August the 1st, because I'm not coming back until a week later. So I'm, I'm staying an extra week just for me. But uh, then we get your flight down to, you know, 1354 bucks or something uh, like that. Uh, how's your Russian, Jen? <laughs> Good. Niet. 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 Is Pravda going to get you he's in gonna trouble? He's going to do fine. Vodka? Yeah. <laughs> My God, man. Freedom juice? That, uh, but that, John, <laughs> if, you can, if you can figure out a way to put that together, I would be extraordinarily excited to do that. Think about uh, it, man. To do that trip. It's not yeah. that bad. Right. You're making the big bucks now. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Just make it rain, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I we'll figure talk, you, we'll talk about it. you pick up a yeah. few days overtime between now and then. It makes it totally affordable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally doable. <laughs> no, I, I thought it would be like $5,000. Well, because, because like there, was, there was a point when I looked at those right after the invasion started and shit was crazy. It was out of right. control. So, yeah. That's not That's bad. That's it. Yep. Hey, uh, you like putting ice in your glasses? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I'm totally going to have a bullshit promotion right now. Um, Sponsored by. So our friend, Amy Ricketts. Oh, shit. Friend okay. of the podcast, Amy yeah. Ricketts. Married this guy. Ricketts. 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 And uh, so she she married this sweet human being. Uh, and we all love Ricketts. She's awesome. But Joe, Joe mm-hmm. has, uh, Joe is an event inventor of, other, you know, many things. He's pretty rad dude but he makes a thing called ice made clear and so we have been using the balls right yep the, the yep. ice the yeah we balls, do bourbon balls yeah the bourbon balls the glen morangi balls that we still don't know who sent them to us mm. it was a podcast listener somewhere that sent us oh. a dozen rubber balls praise be that are split lengthwise yep. in the middle and you fill them with water, and it becomes the perfect-sized giant ice cube for your perfect-sized, you know, leaded glass. Vessel. Yeah, tinkler drink, exactly. The problem is, though, you know, the There's ice... There's always short, curly things in it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> From so, your beard. Since Manscaped yeah. dropped the podcast. Yeah, there's, yeah. Just, there's a problem with yeah, the process exactly. there. So the, the deal with that is... Um, 
Joe has figured out a way to make ice fucking clear. Like, like clear, like invisible, goddamn clear. Sculpt- Sculpt- water. Sculptable. Well, but no, and, and I have tried all of those things. I have done all of the use hot water, you know, flip the, rotate the ice cube trays, um, vacuum, put a pie tin full of heavy stuff on it. I've tried all these silly ways to uh, make ice clear. And I will say that he has fucking nailed it. Uh, he's He literally has created a system that works perfectly. To pull a vacuum on it? No, it doesn't. It's in the freezer right now. It's small. It's not big. It makes six gargantuan ice cubes, two by two that barely fit in a proper double rocks glass. Is it powered in any way? No. No, 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 no. Because usually the way you make ultra clear ice is by stirring it, like keeping it moving a little bit as it freezes. I'm fully aware, and I have watched all the videos on how to make clear ice and everything else, but Joe has literally worked with a ice physicist. (laughs) And Joe's ice is motherfucking clear. And look, I'm not going to try to tell you it makes the drink taste any different at all. Nope, 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 nope. It's still frozen water. Just looks still frozen water, but it looks pretty fucking cool. And I'm not going to tell you this is cheap because it's not cheap, but it is 100% made in America. Can you make a magic bullet with it? I think you can. I think you can. But what you get is you get the coolerator thing. So you get this thing that looks like an igloo cooler. Mm-hmm. And it's basically the size of a six-pack of, six of beer. And then you fill it full of water, and you put the silicone liner in, in it. The silicone liner goes into the top of it. And then what happens is the ice freezes, and the cloudy part of the ice is at the bottom. Now, if you, any of you who like ice skating will know that when a pond freezes, the top couple of inches of ice are fucking clear. But the deeper the ice goes, it gets cloudier and, and, and whiter, right? But the top two inches are fucking clear. And if nature can do it, why can't you do it in your freezer? So it turns out that Joe has figured out how to do it, and he has. And so the kit comes with, uh, to make the big two-by-two two monster ice cubes, and then it also comes with the regular one-by-one one ice cubes oh, for like okay. Collins and stuff like that. But it's expensive, it's fucking expensive. So this is for the people on the podcast Tell us, Uncle Phil. who have fuck you money. So if you have fuck you money and you want to have big, giant, classy, clear ice cubes, it, it, it doesn't wear out. You can use it. You can make 10,000 ice cubes with it. Rock on. You just ruined it for everybody. Yeah. You said classy. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't no. be like trashy, clear. You know, if you have a bar right. in your house. Yes. You should probably have one of these. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, you have a, yeah. thousands of dollars worth of liquor. Booze and stuff. Yeah, that's exactly. true. It's yeah, the cost true. of a, a really good bottle of bourbon. It is. So one bottle right. of bourbon or a lifetime of clear ice right. cubes. And it that's, takes that's about good, yeah. 12 to 24 hours. You you basically just take this thing. You put the silicone ice tray in it. It's silicone. It works great. Fill it up. Put it in the freezer. Fuck off. Go so lead tomorrow, your life. I, I'm going to try an experiment. Yeah. I'm going to pull deep vacuum on an RO water. And I'm going to throw it in the freezer and see what happens. There you go. <laughs> so this is a hundred bucks, and this is the closest thing to a dead fucking plug that we're going to get. It's very tough to remember. The website is called Ice 
made clear. Write and it down, folks. Write it down because I have the thing. And, you know, he's a friend. Yeah. And, yeah. and this is, at first I'm like, yeah, I mean, I like good ice. I like good looking Just ice. Just watching that video of that fill up uh, Yeah, bourbon, yeah. It's I like, I want a bourbon now. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. a pretty, pretty, pretty big pour of bourbon, too. That is a pretty big, and yeah. those are, and now in that cup right there, one. those are the one by ones. So those are the one, and we're going to play with them later on, so I got the ice cubes over here. Mm. But the uh, but the idea is just the same, that, yeah, it's a hundred bucks, but it's a hundred bucks, and for one dollar an ice cube, my sister told me there's a place by her that delivers ice to your house. Yeah, no, there's a service. Clear ice. Yeah, there's a service. They deliver clear ice balls in like these packages, yeah. six per package. Yep. And it's $100 a package. What? Why? Because like they, like the, the one that I saw was on like the Would You Believe It thing. Or no, it was 2 Chains. It was on YouTube. It's like 2 Chains tries. It's like some rapper. Oh. And he tries like $10,000 cigar or whatever. So he was trying the $100 a bag ice. And so it's like some water that they, they get from some fucking glacier somewhere and they jerk off on it and make it into a ball. And then they sell put it, it on a boat. Ice, then though. they put it on a boat. The boat. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, just, <laughs> put it on a boat. Look, okay. So this, this took me one second to find. It's called the Clear Ice Company. And they do deliver clear ice to your door somehow. Yeah. For how much? How, how much $12. is it? $12.99 yeah, for eight, eight cubes. So that's a buck fifty a cube. So for a buck fifty a cube... You get the hundred dollar kit. You can build People all the fucking cubes buy you want. Anything, right. Man. My question is just not me. Yeah. My me question either. is purely how do they get this shit to your house? Like, how do you mail order? Without fucking yeah, <laughs> melting. Right. Yeah, around it's, it's dry ice, just oh. like all your like your meal plans. Oh, here's packs, so. Yeah. Renee left, but Renee and James both get meal packs delivered here to the shop all the time. You know, they fitness whatever, and uh, but they do. So like they have you know all these different kits that show up in various types of insulated packaging. And I fucking can't stand them because to me, it's like 75 pounds of packaging for yeah. five pounds of food. Right. Disgusting. Yes. And they have had dry ice, all these different methods. But here's the problem. We live in a country where we all got used to two day overnight Amazon shit. Mm-hmm. And that all that food stuff is all based on like two day overnight Amazon shit. So blue apron or whatever the hell it is. It's all coming to the shop. They're paying for it. It's showing up here, mm-hmm. but it's showing up here six days late. <laughs> Do you want to know what these things are like six days late? Not good. Not good. Mm-hmm. Not good. When you pick up the box and you can feel it sloshing inside, oh. you don't even want to open that up. Oh. Right? So half of the time when the food gets here. That's good. That's free. Well, you, I was going to say, yeah. so you've been in our freezer, right? Uh, what happened? You went in the freezer. I got pounded by food flying out at me. Yeah. There's like all these individual meals that are like prepped meals that are like mm-hmm. keto, whatever the fuck, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. this has got 21.3 grams of fat and, and 21.7 grams of carbs. They count shit. They've, they have things called macros. It's fucking stupid. I like but, to kick the ground yeah. and pick up a potato. Exactly. That's why I, like, I mean, it's so easy to grow a potato. Just grow your own fucking yeah. potatoes. But the point being all that stuff that they ship out with dry ice. I have not gotten one package in the past year where wish, the dry ice. I wish you'd grow a Was set. still dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I got a know. big potato living in my backyard in Oberlin. I'm sorry, it's all meat and no potatoes over here at Macklefish. <laughs> <laughs> Even that proper Irish diet. So, anyway, got that. Fucking hilarious. But so anyway, I thought you guys get a kick out of that. Yeah, potatoes are racist. 
Just Not the rye. So some race, <laughs> some uh, racist, some Russians had taken over my DGR Cleveland site. Oh, so no. I had to, I, today I had to fix my DGR Cleveland website. So Facebook.com or, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, the impenetrable, backs. the impenetrable fortress that is Zuckerberg's lair, <laughs> right? Um, you know, hey guys, I'm going to give you a clue. If you're listening at home and you have sensitive stuff, don't put it on Facebook. If you have like, you know, I'm just going to let me message you my credit card number real quick. Don't do it on Facebook. Call the guy, whatever. But my Facebook got taken over by a Russian company. But you see, it's D, it's my DGR account. Right. So I only use it just for that for yeah. a month before DGR. Right. And so Renee, Renee goes, hey, uh, did you post all these pictures of women on your DGR? And I went, hey. <laughs> No, but should I? Yeah. And then I went and my entire DGR account had been completely my background, my my little, you know, all the stuff, all the profile pictures had all been taken over by these pictures of lovely women, right? That have nothing to do with anything. But and and also strange Cyrillic words that I don't recognize and translator didn't know either. So <laughs> I I literally had to spend my time today cleansing my DGR Cleveland uh, presence now, and you backed up everything, right? Oh, oh shit! No, I didn't. I, Damn I, it. I, I didn't. I was just, I was just happy to make it go away, and I changed all my passwords. Whatever. So, but yeah, so that was <laughs> that was that. But so it is true. So if you do go in and you look up DGR Cleveland, now, now it's back to yeah, normal. We're back to normal again. We're, we're functioning. We're running on all one cylinder. What'd you say? Horseshit. What's he doing in there? Oh, he's looking at the the pre the prepped meals in the freezer. <laughs> he does not approve about the pre. He likes kale. Oh yeah. Look, I'm gonna tell you that shit is a small investment. Like, I don't want to know the invoices. Oh, that's expensive. That's just a- it's not cheap. No, it's and not they, cheap. That shit, like, oh, you know, but it's only 48 cents a portion. Steve, do you and remember? Like, and then they the count tiniest, the corn as a portion. Yeah, and it's tiniest yeah, portion. They count the package as a portion worth of a portion. Exactly. Yeah. Do you remember in the the 80s? Kale was just a liner at Pizza Hut exactly. salad bar. Yeah. Nobody ate it. Nobody it was just kale? the shit that went around oh, the kale's fucking. Disgusting. Ah. Ah. My, Although, my daughter puts it in everything. Really? And it's like eating cactus. Well, they'd <laughs> rather eat a freaking I cactus. Eat, I eat kale. I'll tell you what. Homegrown kale. Well, no, right. homegrown is good, and especially Kiss if you massage head. it and you squeeze <laughs> it. My little lemon on juice. <laughs> massage it. Come on. You got to massage your I kale. Meat and potatoes. That's it. Nice. Meat and potatoes. All brown food <laughs> and white, white and brown food. Nothing green. Let's roll that. Yeah, the uh, oh, it comes man. out brown. I eat Might as lot. well go in brown. I eat a lot of spinach. <laughs> I do eat. I do eat kale. I like having a big giant salad yeah, yeah. a couple of times a week because you know I got to poop at least once a week. So uh, <laughs> if no, I don't, I get cranky. No, I do like uh, pureed spinach though. Oh, at the, at the Indian restaurant, it's called Oogly Googly or something. No, it's <laughs> fucking good. It's uh, it's called Oogly no, it's not. No, it's, it's like it is Oogly. No, it's not Oogly Googly. It's, it's fucking it's called Oogly Googly. I'm telling you, it's no, like Oogly Oogly something. Oh, oh fuck! What is it called? You, now you got me thinking. Be, you You're have so got oogly to be sitting wrong. over there. No, it's oogly something. Oogly, oogly googly. No, it's not. It's not googly, is it but it's is it is. spinach. Yes. It's pureed spinach with like that weird Indian cheese and potatoes. I get it with tofu, but yeah, peas and cheese. Stuff. 
Yeah, but it's and potatoes and cheese. Oh my! No, potatoes God. and cheese and pureed spinach, and it's called. Did like, you find the oogly googly? Oogly googly. It's, so, it's sog it's paneer. Sog paneer. Yeah. It's sog paneer. So where's that, the googly come from? It's so far <laughs> from oogly googly. That's <laughs> fucking freezer it's situation. Oogly googly is up there somewhere. It's ignorant. That is fucking ignorant, dude. Thank you. It is so packed full of those little fucking things. As soon as you open the door, they're all over. They're all over. I tried to get them like a clear one of the clear ones. There's no. We'll play with those later. Yeah, that is some shit. That is some shit. I totally agree. Yep. So, hey guys, Royal Enfield finally built a motorcycle. I'm not just angry at. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I was I was so I was so angry at the Himalayan. I mean, I was angry at the Himalayan. I I did not like the Himalayan. Um, But I gotta say, they have because when in doubt, scramble it. Uh, they they have now have Royal Enfield has the Scram 411, and so the Scram 411, uh, it's I don't hate it. At least the headlight is on the same motorcycle as it started on, whereas the Himalaya looked like a Bosozoku bike. Yeah, where it was like it was like why don't you have the headlight down where the headlight's supposed to be? I don't know. So yeah, so this at least the headlight's in the right spot. It looks like well proportioned. For you know, four hundred and eleven cc bike. Good job because I did not like the Himalaya. I mean, I just I could not make myself enjoy the shape of it, the, the aesthetic of it whatsoever. I do like the look of this. Well done for fixing it and making the bike look like something that you could ride and, and not be just. Is, is it a concept though? Is it soon to be released or no, what's the I status think they're, on it? Just I think promoting it at this point. I, no, I think it's it's updated for. They said it's updated for twenty twenty two, so I'm huh. sure it's available. Huh. Yeah. Does it have red rims? It's Looks a like red it. stripe. It's a black rim with a red stripe, and uh, and like most oh, Royal yeah, Enfields, right. yeah, it's just. I mean, carnival it, ride. Yeah, yeah, it's it's okay. It's great. It'll be what it is. It's not a problem. the The original Himalaya. I was very underimpressed by it. The 411 helped it a little bit, um, but I just aesthetically it just didn't look right. So what do they have it priced out at? They're saying 6K. Yeah. So they're saying it's a six thousand dollar bike. Cheapest chips. It yeah. is cheapest chips. Yeah, yeah, it is. So that's um, that's one of those things that I think I don't. I think it's going to be hard for them. You know, this is a sore dick. Uh, I think you're you're okay with this. Um, you know, it's it's cool. It's all right. I would still. I would still rather have the Leoncino if I'm going to be buying an economy-minded single cylinder or whatever, you know. Thing. Well, that, that was going to be my question. What What do you think it's competing against that's out there right now? Yeah. I Form mean, factor or it, shape or it, kind of style? Here's what I think it's competing with. The, the word scrambler. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, that's true. I this, think yeah, this yeah, is yeah, just yeah. all yep, about yep, like yep. Royal Enfield goes, all right, we've 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 conquered the adventure bike Category with let's the Himalaya. The next, yeah. let's go the what other thing can we build? Well, let's build a scrambler. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I mean Royal Enfield. I'd call that a tracker. Screams. Scrambler. I agree. I agree. The pipe yeah. should be up. The pipe should be coming like across it. That's like yeah, a thrust. Yeah, that's and that's absolutely true. It's, it's trying um, to go for a thrust. Then. Yeah. Uh, what was that Royal Enfield that they had back when it was still a uh, uh, motor transmission separate? Uh, that was. It wasn't the six days. It was a Jack Pine kit or something, you know? Oh. Uh, but they did have a body kit that you could buy right out of the Royal Enfield catalog to build your own um, to build your own one of these. So that's kind of a cool-looking bike. 
so that's the you know high pipe. Yeah. Did, did they make a CL one set one twenty five? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. 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 So they yeah they used to sell these kits in the Royal Enfield catalog that you could basically just buy the kit after you bought the Royal Enfield for you know four thousand bucks or whatever, and you could build one of these. It's uh, you know. It's cool. I mean, that's that's great, but that was for the old iron barrel and for the AVL motors, not really for um, the modern UCE engines and stuff. If I'm correct, I think they actually made a single cylinder CL125 and a twin cylinder CL125. Yeah. Like we looked up that SS125 right. last podcast. Yeah. They made a single carb version of that motor and called it the CL125A. And then later on, they came around and came, like, you remember you had that CL100? Oh, yeah. The yeah. CL100 also came in a 125. It did, eventually. absolutely, yeah. yeah. And the CL100, it had really good character, but you could not ride it at 55 miles an hour. It looked cute. It I was mean, cute, it was yeah. Perfectly. It was great. But it wasn't for a person that weighs 200 pounds. It was a person that weighs 100 pounds. It was a camp bike. It really was, yeah. That was probably the, the best way to possibly describe it. The uh, There's a lot of stuff. Enfield, because Enfield's new leadership is younger and hipper and cooler, and they're putting some uh, real money into sense. it. They really have gotten some, you know, some of the stuff has gotten to be quite attractive. Um, to me, the, you know, the Himalaya was not attractive. Um, I have a rule about how many fenders I want on a motorcycle. Uh, the answer to how many fenders do I want on the, on the motorcycle when you're talking about the front of the bike is never three, right? And if you look at the Royal Enfield, you're like, why does it have so many fenders? It doesn't make any goddamn sense, but it's got a fender over the fender. It's got a fender fender. And there's just... Fender, it would be a fender defender. It would be a fender. Yes, ah. that's exactly right. I smoked two joints Ooh. before I smoked two joints, and then I smoked two joints And then more. I smoked two more. Right. That's like a sensible yeah. logic but, right there. Yeah. But, but this, again, the, the Royal Enfield Himalaya, I, there are many parts of this motorcycle I cannot forgive. Yeah, you guys can check it out. Yeah, check out the artistic stylings yeah. and the motors, the the Royal Enfield Himalaya, and people love it. And don't get me wrong, that's great. Jewel, I would call that jewel like. You would call that jewel like. No, <laughs> we've all seen Royal Enfield's craftsmanship. Don't look too closely at the welds or yeah, or stuff like that. But that um, did I did I pull it up? Yeah. So podcast listeners can appreciate it now that we've been talking about it for ten minutes. Well, it was built out of an old American battleship. Pro- that is this wood this iron was all lovingly cut apart with burning bars by 10 year olds that now feet. have right with bare feet and they smoke a pack a day yeah and that's and they get paid you know 23 rupees uh but that rupee extra rupee my problem with the royal M- enfield himalaya that's is indians <laughs> I would have to be blind to ride it. Say Indians. <laughs> it doesn't hold the same water. It doesn't. No. It doesn't. No, it doesn't roll. Yeah. It doesn't work. You mean? Thank you. Come again. <laughs> oh, no. Is it shamans? Yes. So, but yeah, that's, that's just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting on that wagon. I'm not getting on that train. Hello, you. my name is Dave. How can I help you with your Royal Enfield? Demonetized. All right. Yeah. So, and there you go. But that, I, I, I give credit where credit's due. The 411 Scram. 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 Mm-hmm. Scram Jet. We have a friend named Chuck Schram, who we probably call Chuck Scram now. We have fun with that. The uh, For me here at the shop, big, big, uh, giant news here. We're probably going to sign with Sim. Nice. Yay. 
Yeah, I think Finally. I think I think it's gonna happen. Uh, yes. Free yeah. Sims for the podcasters. Yeah, uh, we're signing with Sim because I'm buying a, uh, a Wolf 300 right off the get go. Yeah, yeah that right. looks fucking good, man. Yeah. Hey, so we're doing really a Sim good. build off. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that idea. That's a great idea. Everybody has to build your own Simba. So uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. in. I'm down to even. It's, look, I'm in now. We have had. Yeah, we have had things at the shop here for the past couple of weeks have been fucking chaotic. And we have people calling every single day being the, the phrase, but what do you have there now? Mm-hmm. That's the phrase that pays. It's not, can you sell me a dot, dot, dot? It's what do you have there now? Well, and here's the weird part. That's funny that you mentioned that. Yeah. Cause like, because of his sim, I started looking him up, and then right. I saw that 300, and I was like, fuck, that's a cool-looking bike. It's a cool-looking bike. So yeah. then you look up dealers, and there is one in Ohio that I'm right. sure you've looked it up, and oh, I'm yeah. not going to mention their name. No, uh, but, right. like, they did not know that they're actually a dealer. Like when you No, call, they have no idea they were a dealer. like, oh, right. no, we don't carry those, right. do we? Like, hey, Jim, do we have anything? No, 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 we don't have those. They have no idea. Yeah. yeah. So, they yes. have no idea. Well, luckily, yeah. I'm the sim warehouse in the area. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the fulfillment center. The, the legitimately the fulfillment center. Yeah. So, but I, I got in touch with, uh, got in touch with them today, and so we're going to do something. But the 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 reason for the statement is this: my Vespa order, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to go into great detail about how fucking. What strange exotic sexual positions you have to get into to be a Vespa dealer? <laughs> like, how much of your own flesh? <laughs> how much of you can you suck? Like, like, that's my statement. Well, if I could now, do it more, is, I wouldn't be here. No, the so, answer yeah. is right. The answer is if you think that if you're good at grab, bending over and grabbing your ankles, really good at it, really super good at it, and then after you do it. Somebody who has no idea how to run your business tells you you're not doing it good enough. Mm-hmm. And keep doing it. And keep and trying. Keep doing it. And do it better. And now we're gonna <laughs> now we're gonna raise the price and cut your profit margin. So and you're the right. you're the Ron Jeremy of motorcycle yeah, sales. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the deal is, and I'll make this very clear. Oh, we ordered spike. we ordered multiple hundreds of Vespas, hmm. and it is now. March the 2-4th, right? And uh, we didn't get a January order. Wait, isn't today the day that it, it, it at 2 brew day? Like, isn't As March? The Ides of March, Ides of yeah. March yeah. The, uh, We did not oh, get a hey. February order. Oh, we did not get a, like a March, March order. <laughs> and despite having over 50-some bikes ordered, yeah. we have gotten four. Oh, nice. Oh, Squatoosh. Four. Squatoosh. <laughs> Four. And were they all and, 50 cc and, I, and here's the thing is like we got a we got a problem yeah because the weather's getting nice yeah, yeah. and if everybody who prepaid me for a bike Show comes up. to pick up their bikes we're gonna be able to play handball out there mm-hmm. it's gonna be ridiculous in the showroom because we have had no support we've had no inventory and yet i've got people telling me that <laughs> if i don't retail out a certain number of bikes we're going to lose the only part of being a Vespa dealer that makes it profitable to be a Vespa dealer. And that's called our bonus. Hmm. And I said, well, you know, I, I can't retail out these bikes if they're not fucking here. And what do they Is say? It, what do they say with logic like that? Uh, would they, they say, yeah, it's, 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 it's tough. 
It's yeah, tough. So, something about your hat. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. it's tough. It's it's we're all having a tough time here. I'm like, okay, well then take away, take away that part of the program that says that we have to retail out bikes that don't exist. Right. Maybe They're, maybe maybe ease up on that one a little bit. Yeah. They're right? like, yeah, it sounds like a you problem. It's exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, uh, yeah. So wait, if if I underperform by one thing. I don't, I, I don't get five payment channels I'm supposed to get. But if they don't perform by like the most important one thing in the world they have to do <laughs> at all, at all ever, the one thing that they have to do, I can't then say, okay, now you owe me a double bonus. Right. Because my life is so much harder when I have to listen to the person that when I sold the bike to the person, that person was a beautiful human being. We established an amazing relationship with the other. We had what they call rapport. Mm. And now you know what we have? Rapport. <laughs> a mad, a mad now we have is three stars. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now what we well, have. I'll give you that anyway. Yeah, exactly. Now what we're getting is we get a guy that's like, I've called you 26 times. Why isn't my bike there? And well, I'm like, be two stars. And I'm like, okay, I want to start giving away my dealer rep's home phone number. Yeah, because if I got to listen to twenty nine phone calls a day of angry people that think I'm a fucking fuck nugget, well, I'm not. I mean, I'm a fuck nugget, but I'm not the fuck nugget. Right. I'm not the fuck nugget. Why you don't have That's your bike? Yeah. Right. So, you know, shit rolls downhill. But man, well, that's what we see all day long at work. Yeah, because shit rolls downhill. Yeah, but also, <laughs> John's calling the Honda dealer right now, asking where is his uh, Daxes. Oh, oh I know. he's one of those I guys. I know you're not. <laughs> Burn. Where's, where's I know my you're Dax? Right. It's supposed to be here in August. Well, what's <laughs> funny now is people are calling in. They're like, I was in your showroom the other day, and I know I ordered a green one, but I was in your showroom, and I saw a white one. I'll take the white one. I'm like, no, the white one you saw has the word sold on it. <laughs> and so I'm not letting that one leave my building until there's another one to come in and take its place because I got to have bikes you can see. Remember that white one you saw the other day? If it wasn't there, you wouldn't have been able to see it. Yeah. Right. And there's this whole thing about like, you know, we do have to have some inventory on the floor for people to sit on because we still haven't invented a perfect system where people can get the uh, ethereal uh, sensory experience of buying motorcycles any bikes over there. Orby Parker. No, no, we don't. Yeah, right. Yeah. We'll send you I five mean, you bikes. You do the Chinese model where they yeah. just go order yeah. it. It gets delivered direct right. to their house. And yeah. They can put it together and you make all the money. Oh, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. So let's start out with the phone call of people saying, what do you have on your floor that I can yeah. buy? So yeah. uh, so finish that story. I mean, it's fucking, it's, it's brutal. It's brutal. I can, tell, I can sell you a Kimco Super 8. It's got a carburetor. You know, I can sell you one of those. It's made in China. Uh, I can sell you a Kimco like 150. Well, I can sell you two, and then I can't sell you anything anymore. What about the Michigan? It looks like you can sell me an oh, ivory. Oh, bike's gone. An oh, ivory it buddy. Yeah, it's gone. That's a different one. That's Oh, you just have the helmet. Right. No, oh. and that's true. I can sell you. I can sell you French vanilla buddy kicks. <laughs> not white. Not red. Not ivory. Not orange. But French vanilla. Because... When we got the word that some of them were coming in, I ordered an res- irresponsible amount of them <laughs> so that we would have them. So right now, yes, if somebody comes in. Now, I want to tell you guys, if we are, let's have this fun idea. We're going to have this experiment where there's going to be a woman out in the parking lot with her husband and she's going to be going, 
oh my God, do you see that bike out there? That bike is gorgeous. It's the, what color is that? It looks like French vanilla. It does. It's beautiful. Oh my God, it's so beautiful. It's got a brown seat. It's got brown grips. It's so sexy. Oh my God, it's everything I ever wanted. Bill, Bill, will you buy that bike for my God? It's great. And so they come into the store because they have an appointment. Otherwise, they can fuck their hat. And uh, so they come into the store and I walk them through and I show them all the cool bikes and everything else. And we walk them over to the buddy display area and oh, there's a turquoise buddy. It's got a little sold sign on it. And there's a tangerine buddy kick. It's got a little sold sign on it. And then there's that French vanilla buddy sitting over there. and There's no sold sign on it. And then, you know, 24 feet away, there's another French vanilla over there. It doesn't have a sold sign on it. And Dave's feeling pretty good about himself because he's going to be able to satisfy his wife for the first time in 25 years. And Dave goes, honey, honey, isn't that so great? that the bike you wanted is available. I don't know. I don't like it so much anymore. I think I want that turquoise one. I want that sold one. Exactly. And that idea, that psychology of, you know, if you can convince anybody that it's a limited resource, if you can convince anybody that like, oh, I'm sorry, we just can't get any more purple ones. You'll sell 12 purple ones. That's exactly right. Take whatever the worst selling bike you have is and literally bury 12 of them in the back of your warehouse, yeah. bring one out, put yep. all the accessories yep. in the world on it and a giant sold sign, yep. right, on the bike and just says, and just be like, man, I'm telling you, I just don't know if I can get you one. It's going to be a lot of work. Are you sure you want that? And then pull them away from it yep. and try to sell them four different bikes and they will drag you back over to that bike in Hippopotamus Barney Purple or whatever and you'll be like, look... <laughs> I don't think I can do it, but if you give me the deposit right now, I will work my ass off and try to find that bike for you. And then they're like, that's the one I want. That's the only one I want. And you're like, okay, let me, give me the deposit and I'll do my best. And if I don't find the bike for you in 24 hours, you can have your deposit back. I would just yep. make those bikes, the bikes like that guy that showed up. Yeah. He's looking for the cheapest bike with the best gas mileage and everything. Be like, you want the cheapest? You want right. the, the best? Yeah. This right. is, this is our special. Yeah. These are the wrong color. Right. Yeah. Nobody wants them. Nobody wants them. Yeah, but they get the same right. gas mileage, and they're uh, an iota cheaper. Is yeah. high and, and, yeah. and we're we're barn selling these. Yeah. We're fire selling right. these out. You can have one right now yeah. for pretty much the same price as one of those. Right, <laughs> and then and, but then they'd be like, well, but if you give me five hundred off, I'll take it. And that's the weird thing is like you've got we're not to, doing that. You've got to be in a weird thing. So it's like the joke is that we've done that trick before with the Next. unsellables. And when we've had the untouchables, the unclean, the bikes that we the can't unclean. get rid of. Unclean. Yeah. And when we do that and we bury them in the back and then I call the lady and I'm like, you are going to be so happy. This is going to, you're going to have the best day ever because I was able to find you one of those bikes. I'm going to have it here for you tomorrow. I've went to a lot of trouble to make this, make sure that bike's here for you. Come, pick it up, yeah. Come and get it tomorrow. And all of a sudden she's just like, oh my God, it's so great. It's exactly what I wanted. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God, you're going to live with that lie. You're going to tell the world it was exactly what you wanted. Meanwhile, the one that you told us on the way in is exactly the one you wanted is still here. Yeah. Have you ever, yeah. Thought, have you ever thought about like, so when I go to the motorcycle shows yeah. back in the day, I'd go to the oil dings and grab a whole yeah. bunch of Repsol stickers, oh, yeah. right? Absolutely. You should go to Starbucks and get a yeah. bunch of Starbucks yeah. stickers and be like the Starbucks <laughs> Espresso <laughs> limited edition. Oh, you are so <laughs> not aware of what's about to happen, are you? Oh, no, but... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So are these going to be? That looks that's like, not good scent. That looks like know. vanilla frappuccino to me. No, 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 no. You remember that Sean Weatherspoon Vespa? Yeah, all the cool, pretty colors. Oh, you're gonna just. Yeah. Do you know what the next limited edition? Oh no! Oh, don't say so. Don't tell me it's a Starbucks. <clears throat> well, what douche nozzle is this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, wow! Yeah, no. yeah. Is it gonna come with dropping dra- in 2022? Yeah, it's it's those- actually behind schedule. We were supposed to know what this bike was in February. I hope they're only available you, in Canada. And to give you an idea, I had to pre-order these. Oh, no. Okay, I had to pre-order them. Not knowing what they were, not having any idea what color they were going to be uh. or anything, and that's what we're talking about. Like that Vespa thing is like so. Uh, two months ago, I had to pre-order. These limited edition Justin Bieber Vespas. Mm. And we straight up, straight up do not know what color they're going to be. Mm. We don't know how expensive they're going to be. We don't know anything other than they're going to be Justin Bieber Vespas. Yep. That horn better be awesome. Like, baby... It's going to have a stretched out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fact that you know any tunes is just. I had just, a bunch of daughters, dude. Yeah, oh, exactly. Exactly. So, Your yeah, this, uh, this was supposed to be launched. It, it said right there, a unique project to be unveiled in February 2022. <laughs> and is it is it still February, boys? It's right around the corner. Yeah. It is, right? It is. Uh, yeah, not even with daylight savings time. Is it still February? Well, is so, this, it was leap year this year, right? That's true. Yeah. We, yeah, that's, <laughs> February so the, 29th, yeah. all year long. All year long. So, but I do think that was hilarious that you're talking about like doing a Starbucks edition. Yeah, well. Oh, no, my friend. No, 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 no. They've gone plaid. That would make too much sense. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, I know. I would consider this to be like, I have had, I predicted that nobody would be interested in this bike at all. I predicted that not one person would give a fuck. I predicted that nobody would care. I was wrong. Yeah, look at Machine Gun Kelly. You know, I, I he, thought you were going to say like there's going to be like, him. like a like a Banksy version right. of the Vespa. Oh, yeah, yeah, something, yeah, yeah. Right. something interesting. Yeah, yeah exactly. A little yeah. different. So you're wrong because people have been calling you about it, or it's all. I, I'm pretty sure it's all the same person, or you know, believers or, or proxies. A believer. They're all believers. Oh, no. They're all believers. Uh, yeah. So wow. you're a fucking believer. Uh, but here's the problem. <laughs> is if you type in Justin Bieber Vespa into the interwebs, what you see is Justin Bieber rocking a Weatherspoon, rocking a Sean Weatherspoon. And so the problem is that all of the people Mm -hmm. think that the Justin Bieber Vespa is going to be a Weatherspoon. Justin Bieber and Weatherspoon are friends. That's fine. And that all exists. And that's great in the world. But Sean Weatherspoon just did the Sean Weatherspoon. I can assure you, and the Weatherspoon's over. I can assure you that the Bieber is not going to be a Weatherspoon. Because they're just going to make the front fender yellow and the rear fender green. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it'll be the Sean Bieber. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever his name is. Yeah. Well, I thought he was a pitcher for the, for the Indians. I think Justin Bieber. Oh, Justin Bieber, yeah. I don't know. All the Biebers are the same to me. 
Yeah. <laughs> you seen, seen one, one beaver? You seen them all? Yeah. Yeah. But once right. you get past the smell, you've got it licked. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the only thing I think that could be more offensive, the only thing I think that could be more offensive than actually... The Fred Durst Vespa? Yeah. Oh. The John Michael Fred Durst they're, they're on tour again. That's why I brought it Are up. Are they? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. The uh, We Still Suck it's got Tour. It's a bourbon straw. It comes with a red uh, baseball cap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I really do think, I mean, as, as much as it's it's just fucking crazy, but I, I think that the Justin Bieber, <clears throat> I think that the Justin Bieber Vespa is going to just be a white Vespa. Mm-hmm. With like his signature on the oh. side, and again, wow. I can't. I can only tell you this because Vespa has not released not a single spy footage. Of, there's not a picture of this bike anywhere. This is a closely guarded secret. In my opinion, it's a closely guarded secret because it hasn't reason. been made yet. Mm-hmm. Right, it hasn't gotten through production. We're having enough trouble getting bikes that people paid for, let alone fantasy Justin Bieber shits. But here's the thing that's fucking crazy: is in oh, their parts the catalog, they, the they have the lid. So the lid is just a white standard white helmet, but it has a sticker of the JB signature, stylized signature on it. Mm-hmm. So it's just a white helmet. It just happens to have a JB on the side of it. You guys are seeing it right there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's that's all it fucking is, folks. Uh, I yeah, don't. So it think, makes sense that that's probably going to be so the same. I think it's yeah. just going to be a white Primavera. Um, it's going to have a cross on it though, because he's super Jesus. You know? Could be yeah. right, but the one thing that is absolutely true is that that helmet in white without the JB sticker on it mm-hmm. is uh, three hundred and six dollars. For a three-quarter helmet. But with the JB on the side, it costs $68 more. So his sticker with the JB on it literally raises the price of the bike 20%. Yeah, 30%. So just buy the fucking sticker. Yeah, yeah, right on. Yeah, well, that's actually, it's a lot more than that. It's it's a lot more than that. It's But yeah, $68 to have a JB on the side. So I'm pretty sure the bike we're going to get is going to be a white Primavera with the JB on the side. So we'll just put a JB on the side of those. On the buddies, on the kicks. No, do again for those. Yeah. you got to get the guy that did that. Well, fuck. No, I think we need to make those busting beavers. No, no. What was that? <laughs> or make them JB Wild. No, what was that? What was, what was that guy? Gangnam style guy. Gangnam style. Oh, what was his name? God. I don't know. Uh, Sim or Sim? No, Sai. Uh, Sai. Yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. the Sai edition, Gangnam hey, style. I'm fucking no, the Terry, why don't you just get Terry Francona to come down here? Yeah. Oh, you're right. And have him make, yeah. it a, make it a Guardian edition uh, buddy and have him sign it or something. I or think in the, baseball I was going to say, I think in the spirit of Tony Francona, we'd probably. Terry Francona. Yeah, Terry. Yeah. I think in the spirit, <laughs> in the spirit of them, it would probably have to be a buddy because he, he's historically had buddies. He's got a bobblehead of him on a buddy. I don't, and if I don't quote, I know nothing about sports. I'm just make that. I'm sure it's painfully obvious, but it would have to be a buddy. 
And I also kind of think it might actually, technically, it might just have to have an Indians logo on it. Because all the bobbleheads and shit that they did were all Indian stuff. Guardians. Guardians. Logo. Oh, yeah. Guardians. Yeah, okay. I mean, look, that everyone's allowed to have their take on it. That's cool. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it. It's just... Uh, Guardians. I, <laughs> I get it. It's a bunch of millionaires. It's a bunch of millionaires playing a child's game. 162 times a year. Yeah. Watching, <laughs> yeah, watching the same thing. People have a great time. <laughs> Apparently, it's great when kids do it. Apparently, it's billions of dollars better when adults do it. Yeah. You can go watch kids play it for free. There's more cursing, I'm sure. The uh, I've heard the hot dogs are cheaper. It's all fucking boring. That's all there's to <laughs> it, man. Well, you know, I've been to a baseball game once in my life. And I was shocked at how many things happened that weren't baseball. So there's all these things happening all the time, like an entertainment center that's like mm-hmm. having pictures of people making out and stuff. And they're having all these events Hot like dog and ketchup versus mustard. And yeah, it's and crazy. Relish. And they're throwing things to the, it's like gladiator days. It's crazy how, how much <laughs> energy goes into doing something other than the actual sport that's right. happening. I can't imagine what cricket is like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like the fact that you have to have a, a, a break in the middle just to like say like, hey, the shit ain't over yet. Sorry. Oh, you mean the seventh inning stretch? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, like the L- I thought that was the beer frame. I, I like the LFL. I still want a threesome with... What's an LFL? Lingerie Football League. Ketchup, mustard, <laughs> and onion. <laughs> that shit is awesome. Yep. So That's me, what uh, I want to see. So let me tell you a baseball story. Please do. So when our oldest son was about three years old, Mrs. Smith and I took him down to the baseball game, and of course, we didn't seated there for no longer than one inning, and she has to go to the gift shop, right? So she comes back from the gift shop, and she's got all sorts of shit, but what she does have is one of those 20-inch wooden bats oh. that, that she gives to my three-year-old. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> who starts swinging around and go, Jesus Christ, what are you doing? Give me that thing, goddamn. Yeah, I mean, He almost clunked about on. three people around him. I said, so I said to Mrs. Smith, I said, what are you doing bringing a fucking bat back here and giving it to a three-year-old? Why don't you get him a big foam finger, bitch? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why would you give a child a three-foot-long baseball bat? Yeah. That's mental. That, yeah. She went I, to the rodeo and brought back a gun. She <laughs> wasn't a Mrs. Smith. When I was, when I was a child, there was one particular day at the, at the tribe, at the stadium, yeah. where they had fr- bat day. Bat day. Yeah. And I remember, like, it was the highlight of my fucking year to go to, to get my Dwayne Kuyper baseball bat. Yeah. So I got my Dwayne Kuyper baseball bat. And would you imagine, would you imagine that that day, that there were like 1,800 windows broken out in the parking lot of the municipal stadium because people got free baseball bats. Mm-hmm. Go figure. And 10 cent beer night was a problem. My, you got your got Dwayne Kuyper? Well, my no, I got my yeah. Adirondack. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I got I, yeah, my brother Kuiper. is mine. I remember Dwayne. I'm Kuiper. just saying it was, that gives you also remember you Albert Bell or something. Old I, am. I had like an Albert Bell sign something. I had known shit about sports, but I remember my dad was like, don't get rid of that. That's important. I got, I got my Max Elvis. You mean Joey? So Bell? That goes back before Jesus. you guys. No, were Albert born. Bell. Albert imagine. Bell was a fucking Indian, man. Joey Bell. Okay, guys, you guys ready for an actual motorcycle thing? Oh yeah. Okay. So there, there's been great fucking leaps and bounds happening in a part of motorcycles that most people never even get to look at. So uh, they last longer than two years now. Yeah. <laughs> well, and and other shit too. That's got to be heavy. Hold on. So we bro. all know we all know about 
lithium batteries, okay? But what we may not have been paying attention to is people are like, well, there's lithium ion Mm -hmm. and there's lithium iron and there's lithium polymer phosphate and different stuff. So it turns out that these things, you know, and and for fun, you know, uh, we'll pass it around. And yeah, so... So what's important? I guess the the thing that we should be <laughs> right. It's crazy. Yeah, it weighs First about as much. That that's a display. Just no, so you it know. Is not. no, it's not. It is not. So <laughs> yeah. Does so, that just have a capacitor inside it? Nope. That's a lithium battery. It so, it hasn't been filled with any electricity though. Right. Exactly. It has not been filled with any electricity yet. Yeah. It's all filled it's fully up. charged. So not only is it got a thing on it, you press the button and tells you the health of the battery. And they're purple. Yeah, because purple's cool, right? I like purple. And it's got multiple ports of electrosacida. Right. Okay. So. That means you can run two bikes at one time. (laughs) Nice. No, but they don't have to have a specific uh, battery. Is it LiPo or? It's LiPo 4. LiPo? Yeah, it's LiPo 4. So it's a LiPo 4 battery. I thought it was LiFe. Yeah, yeah, it's it's right on the side. It's a LiFePo, isn't it? Oh. Lifey Po. Lifey Po, right? I think it's so. It's a lithium. It's L-I-F-E. Yeah. Yeah. It's L-I-F-E, right? Lithium, ferrous, something, yep. whatever, yeah. The, uh, but anyway, that's what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's some crazy shit. That's so, some new stuff, yeah. Right. Hold on. Now. Does it have screws on the bottom? So here's the thing. Here's what's kooky about take it. take it apart. We yeah. Have to. Okay. The cost? <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, so we all we have we've we have all been familiar to this lithium battery technology of which we speak. Um, we all know what the fuck a lithium battery is, uh, but this particular lithium battery that we have in front of us, that is the same case size box as a YTX twelve. YTX twelves many many motorcycles, many six hundred and fifty cc motorcycles and under run a YTX twelve sized battery. But in the interest of fitting the maximum number of motorcycles as possible, it has not two terminals on it, not a positive and a negative, but two positives and two negatives. So you can arrange this battery in any configuration you want and put the terminals where you so need. Instead of being a B or whatever they them are, to be. Right? All right. So before you break that fucking thing, all right, <laughs> going to throw it at the ground until it breaks and then talk about talk shit on it. Okay. But here's the thing that's crazy about this. This battery is not a 12 amp hour battery. Even though it's the size of a 12 amp battery. It weighs three pounds. Three pounds, seven ounces. If this were what it should be, because this has all the power of a YTX24 battery. Wow. Okay, this has the amperage. This has the capacity. This is the exact battery that Honda specs out for a GL1800 Goldwing, this battery, as opposed to the 21-pound battery that would come in your Honda Goldwing should you happen to buy one. And how much does that weigh? This, I don't know, 3.8 three, three three pounds. Yeah, not even. Like, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Not, but not but I, right. I hate Goldwings now because they have coffee makers and <laughs> pizza ovens. <laughs> so, but... Um, <laughs> So here's the fun thing. This is a very kind of a fun thing about this is from the Honda GL 1800 on down one battery. Right. 
So unless 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 your box is tighter than this, if your box is tighter than this, they make those. They're cheaper. A YTX twenty or a YTX twenty four battery from let's just say Advanced Auto Parts. It's a diehard gold is $139.99 right now according to the googles the googles the googles right now essentially as much as a car battery right now if you go down to advanced auto parts and buy this battery for your goldwing gl 1200 or gl 1500 or 1800 this is the battery that gets specced in for it it's 129 dollars plus a 10 dollar core charge for a uh, absorbed glass mat battery Okay, that's what the correct battery is for your Goldwing. And now I'm not saying this is not a ballistic. This is not a super expensive battery. This is advanced auto parts. <clears throat> this, which has a button on the top that tells you how much battery is in it. And this also has a reserve setting in it. So if you discharge this battery down to 30%, it'll shut off. To save you 30%, for when you come out battery. and realize that you left your fucking keys on. Cool. You can press the button, reset the battery, and now you got 30% lying in wait. This thing's got circuitry inside to time it out. The diehard doesn't do that. That's, that's pretty cool. So that we, This battery is not $300 like lithiums used to be. It's 129 bucks. Seriously? Yeah. I'll give you the money right now. Okay. So that's what has changed. When we talked about lithium batteries on this podcast three years ago i didn't have one of these in my hands because they were too fucking expensive yeah i wasn't gonna bring yeah. one in just so i could pass it around and people won't realize how right. light that fucking thing is oh, yeah. until you pick it's it up. crazy light yeah. it yeah. feels like it's a display battery yeah. like it, i thought it's it was empty. i thought you were joking right. you and it was think just, it's yeah. like it's an empty yeah. thing yeah. right so i tested it and uh <clears throat> interesting fun fact this battery that i'm holding in my hands did start a dead cold 2.9 liter turbo diesel Mazda Bongo. Hmm. Nice. Not two batteries, 24 volts. No, one battery. This one battery mm-hmm. has the amperage to start not a Goldwing 1800, but it will start a 2.9 liter turbo diesel on a chilly day. What you are holding in your hand is yeah. essentially a NOCO battery pack. This is this is all the battery pack right. you'll ever those need. Those little hand, you know, like like just like those. If things. you've got this and a good set of jumper cables. You got every NOCO battery pack beat. So does that have a, a battery control module so that it'll charge okay on your... No, well that, that's, that's, that's... So glad you asked. That's what I was going to get at because we were talking about earlier about the, the, the LiPo that we used to use you for... You got your glasses on. For, Read yeah. it. And now oh, this is what I'm happy about. Thank fucking God. Somebody finally took the time to print something where it should be. Not in the owner's manual. On the fucking article itself. If you're not sure how to charge a lithium battery, read the top of the battery. Before you go hooking this thing to electricity, it literally tells you on top of the battery what you should and should not do. And it's not hard, but it specifically states... Yeah, do not charge to uh, the battery to exceed exceed 15 volts. And do not charge the battery with a charger with automatic desulfation. Yeah. Right. Functionality. Right. And that's because we all know that there's a risk. Our friend Terry Hirschner likes to say the risk of a thermal, a thermal event. 
Well, and, and it's and it's good that it's it's not like the lepos that you have to have the balancing leads. Right. Yep. Other set of wires for control, pretty much for controlling how yep. you're going to charge it. No, mm-hmm. this is just the two terminals. So you can't use. It. So you, you're not going to be able to. You know those that blue charger you sold me, mm-hmm. that real yep. good one. Yep. You can't use that because if that thing runs way down, right, it goes into that uh, save my battery mode, right. yep. and it goes up to 23 volts. Exactly. But those, exactly. can't you configure those to not do that? No, no. It doesn't yeah. have a mode. It's just right. the way it's okay. Right. But a flow charger still works, right? Here's what I got to tell you. Okay. No, you don't want to float charge. You can, you can just have one moment of sanity. Don't use your 1987 battery charger with the picture of a Buick on it to charge that. Okay. Because if that automatic battery charger has a desulfite circuit built into it, Steve's exactly right. It's going to throw 20 volts at that thing and all the smoke's going to come out Yep. and your garage, you're probably going to get a new garage. Okay. But here's the thing that you should be aware of is that Optimate and Battery Tender, the two, thanks, John's totally stealing my battery right now. The, uh, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. So, um, so you too don't. Too big for the Versus, though. Nice. <laughs> so you don't need to spend big money. So all of these. He's getting past the smell. A great, <laughs> a great number of the Optimate battery chargers Um will have some green paint on them. And if you see a battery optimate battery charger and it has some amount of green paint on it, it is a lithium rated charger. So it will work on your not lithium batteries and it will also work on your lithium batteries. Now the good news is you don't have to remember to press a button on it. It automatically detects it. Right. Right. So it has to be a newer charger that that's capable. So those chargers do exist. I'm not telling people that, you know, Oh, you can just put any goddamn that, battery right there you do have to exercise a modicum of caution to make sure that the battery charger you're putting at it doesn't pulse it over 15 15 volts 15 volts right exactly now if you don't know you need 14 volts to fully charge it yeah right what i find funny is like we have two automatic chargers at work right and they have a setting for like gel yeah uh lithium right gel yes whatever but it always defaults to the lithium, it always starts on. It the starts lithium. with the lithium, yeah, and yep. then it, then you have to move it down to standard or gel. Right. Okay. So. Yep. And so the newer chargers, Optimate chargers, battery tender chargers, they have got a completely good lack of switches because when you give people options, you create problems. And uh, I like that the new battery tenders that we sell at the shop. Like we used to have the thirty nine dollar. Battery Tender Junior, and we sold 9 million of them and whatever. And science and to stuff, we have now gotten away from that, and we've gone to a $49, $10 more, but you can't fuck your world up. You can literally plug this thing into a 6-volt, and it will charge a 6-volt. That's what I was going to ask about yeah. the 6-volts so, if there's... Yeah, right, okay. so the new Optimates will automatically range, and they'll throw it 6, they'll throw it 12, and they'll throw it that's lithium. Cool. So, yeah, that's that's what you should be buying. So those things exist. But God bless it. I'm so happy. Finally. That, and <laughs> this isn't by Fling Poo Incorporated. This is Parts Unlimited. It's an extremely good quality piece. And it works. And so, yeah, if you do want the world's... Like, you want to go to mid-Ohio with that thing? And now, because we didn't address it for people that want to know. Because you should know. If you don't happen to have... What does that look like to you? About 14 inches? Mm. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> ah. 
It's about six six inches by about three inches, right? Six six or seven by three inches. So if you have a box that's snugger than that, giggity. I was going to bring the other ones out, but I didn't. Uh, you can get the the YTX sized one, the YTX seven sized one, which in our circle means it's a buddy scooter or a Yamaha scooter or a Honda scooter. Which or, would normally be a YTX six, but it's a, well, yeah, YTX it's a seven because it's a lithium ion. No, no, there. So our normal, the universal scooter battery for all the Chinese scooters and everything else has been the YTX seven for ages, hmm. and so. To do the uh, YTX7 or YTZ7, which means you can hold it in a sideways configuration, whatever, um, that battery's four, almost five inches by two inches by three inches. It's a much smaller battery. And that weighs one point one one pound, six ounces. And that's going to set you back $99.95. So it is amazing. And that battery, by the way, which is the YTX7 size, puts out at the YTX 14 level. Mm. So it's the size to fit in a YTX 7 shaped hole, but it puts out the power power of a YTX 14. So a cranky buddy at Mid-Ohio is no problem. Not a fucking problem at all. Not a problem at all. You slide that into your PC 800 when that big chunking battery, you have to disassemble half the bike to get the battery. So, and I'm glad you brought that up because what I use these for, getting the batteries for the Japanese domestic cars, they use what's called a Japan battery, and it's a particular size box, and the terminal's in a particular area. And I, I've just noticed they're really hard to find, and from interstate, which I can find them through interstate, they're pretty fucking expensive for just a basic dumb car battery. And what I've done is I've started using these now. So I can use that because that battery has no problem starting an 1100cc Nissan at all. I mean, it's, it's fine. Plus, I can take it with me out of the car and put it in another car and start that car. And I can put it in the other car and start that without car. Without dropping a nut. Without dropping a nut, exactly. And I can <laughs> literally have it in my duffel bag and nobody knows it's there. So the TSA. Very, <laughs> yeah, very happy with that shit. So yeah, the, the price of getting into lithium is now dropped down to $89.95 at Parts Unlimited. Talk to your local motorcycle shop. They exist. They're not hard to find. So um, I have multiple sizes. Do you do six volts? They've got... Can you put so, that in my new sim, please? Yeah, right. Um, I was wrong, guys. I told you that battery. I told you that battery was. I told you that battery was three pounds. Don't don't ever pull that finger. What have we told you before? That battery's that battery's two pounds. Two pounds. Yeah, two pounds. Nothing. That's two pounds. Yeah, that's nothing, so that's two pounds. So yay, two pounds. Uh, but anywho, if you're into such things, you want a lithium battery. Um, they're not as dangerous as they used to be. Uh, we have one in the back that we have had that we pulled it out of the box and it was at 12 volts and we've been using it to jumpstart bikes and stuff. Like it's just the shot no, battery like nothing. Yeah. and we tested it. We've never put it on a charger it's like 15 ever. Volts now. And it's a 12 volts. <laughs> it's still a 12 volts. Damn. So it's like these things don't care about shelf storage. That's apparently cool. they're fine. Uh, that's, that's great. And well, yeah, life, like us. anything with the FE in it. Yeah. So like compare to light po, mm-hmm. and I know this is life FE with a bunch of other shit too. Right. It's like it's light, not, whatever. It's like but that yeah. FE is what gives it its ease of ease of use mm-hmm. and also longevity. So it's cool. like, it's much more resilient to like differences in, in, in voltage and stuff like that. It's, it's, they'll and last a long fucking time. They're not good at huge bursts of energy at one time. Really? Which, Cause my diesels thinks otherwise. Well, no, but, but <laughs> 
because <laughs> I tried jumping it on my NoCo battery box and my yeah. NoCo bat my NoCo jumper, but I mean it's much smaller. The NoCo, I hit it with the NoCo, and the NoCo was like beep. It instantly went into overrange mode and like shut itself off to protect itself. And I was like, okay, I understand. I that was me asking a question, and the NoCo said no. Right now, I'm no longer asking questions. I'm making demands. But so I hooked that like, up and but, it started right up. But it's still. Yeah. Well, what do you know about battery cinch? I nothing. can't even imagine. Nothing. Nothing. But so what you're saying though is compared to a, a traditional a AGM battery, or, or yeah, or yeah. something like that, right? Um, but like you know, like obviously for us, like we used to use them for drones and stuff, yeah. and like yeah. so the L, the light FE stuff was never really good as a power source for oh, okay. actually running the drone because. You know, like when you're punching out or you have a heavy payload or something and you're giving it a lot, it's really pulling a lot of high amperage and those batteries don't like that for an extended period of time. Like I'm sure for starting a car, it's not a big deal. Like starting, it's like whatever. But like, you know, if you're punching out and doing it, it's a long thing. It it really didn't like that at all. That's where lipos do well, but they're also much more flambustable. (laughs) Yeah, a lot more. (laughs) Um, I did look it up and they don't make a six volt. Okay. But I'm going to defer back to the thing we've always done here. Which is if it's a six volt, we always go to Home Depot and we buy the fifteen dollar yeah. security lantern batteries. Until you go to two Home Depots and they don't have any of them fucking things. Really? Oh, nobody had them. Oh they? man, I've usually done pretty good with it. Yeah. But I did look up the recipe for this, and it's right here. So if you have any lithium cells, mm-hmm. right? You can whether it's you know a, a eighteen sixty cell or whatever, two series, one parallel. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, two yeah. series, one parallel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're your, 3.3 yeah. volts per yep. cell. Yep. So if yep. you need a six, it'll come out to 7.2 something yeah. or whatever. Because they're saying for a 32700 cell, it's two series, one parallel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the cheap way yeah. to get the job yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. You know what would right. be neat is if they started selling the individual cells at different sizes so you could build your own battery packs to fit yeah, whatever you that want. That doesn't sound like a... What? Flammable problem. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you know what they need to do is just have a case like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. With doors, yeah. Well, that's kind of what just, and just yeah. load them in, yeah. Custom yeah, they, 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 like the they totally yeah, right. sell that. Yes, Trust I'm me, sure they do. they do. Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. can get a battery case for any kind of configuration. Yep, absolutely, and then just load it. Just load it full of lithium. And I'm pretty yeah. sure if we take that apart, who knows it's what we'll probably find gonna inside be, there? Right. <laughs> uh, two cell phone batteries. That's what we were looking at to try to see if we can see some screws or anything on the bottom to fuck it up. Oh, so Phil's going to get one of these things that might be discombobulated. Yeah. Yeah, I took apart my Milwaukee one, and it's just two or three cells in there. The eighteen seventy six, like the little like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was it was four dollars to replace the batteries, and Milwaukee wants a hundred dollars. Yeah. For the battery pack, and it's four dollars to replace. Yeah, the, and, and the, if you get and if you get savvy with those things, you can find the really good Samsung cells that are like three times as good as the ones that most of Milwaukee yep. people use. And you'd be surprised how good your battery will fucking run on those other cells, I mean, man. It's crazy. Thirty percent of this battery is there. Just plastic, yeah. So thirty percent of this thing is not even battery. Thirty percent of it is basically a place. Oh, it's to just to hold it into place. Yeah. So I'll pass it around and. Oh yeah. There's really that's a 14 amp hour. Right? It does look like a lipo. It does. It does look like a lipo. It's like a hobby king lipo. It's completely a lipo. Just put it put in that case. A little puffy, but with yeah. a little tiny circuit board in it. And that one screwed the pooch. Nick Nick, you know, brought that in and we kind of fucked around with it. See, it does have the the uh, balancing so that's leads. got the it balancing does. leads. It does. Right. So but that, not not to the because customer, that's though. three years old. So oh, that's right, three-year-old right. technology. And that's three-year-old Shirai technology meant you couldn't charge it with anything but a Shirai charger, which meant you were on the hook for 100 bucks. Because I think that's a LiPo. Yeah, yeah. I it is a LiPo. I think it is. Yeah, it is. So that's not I guarantee a it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I guarantee it's a LiPo. It's and that's why be it's puffy, because it's three years old and it's been a beat yes, out and whatever. Yeah. yeah. And we tried. And th- we tried. We Look, we 
we tried bringing that thing back to life. So we did everything to bring it back to life except for kill it. So it, it came swollen. It came to us <laughs> pre-murdered, right? But the idea being that, you know, Sparky builds battery packs in the back for cafe racers and stuff like that, where he's just buying the cells, yeah, soldering them together, mm-hmm. and puts the little controller on, you're good to go. Yeah. yeah. So huh. you can build them yourself, but that's an idea. So that's now three or four year old technology. Oh, that and that bad. battery was yeah, couple, but, but this one did bucks. originally come with a balancing Balance. lead on. Yeah, I know. So yeah, but those new ones don't. So exactly. it's not the same technology, but yeah. it's it's interesting. But to that, see the that older shows you an older version of something that you couldn't charge that. No. With, with anything, red, anything other than but, what it's supposed to. Be. But you know what's crazy? Yeah. So any of these yeah. lipo right. batteries, even like the yeah. straight lipo ones, right? I had my car die when I was out flying drones a couple of years ago, and I had a little tiny, a little tiny six hundred milliamp six S pack, and that fucker started my car without any issues at all, man. Oh yeah, it just yeah, it is all you need. But that's what they do is just kick a lot of current. It is, and that's that idea. Is it's basically a capacitor. It's just going to dump it all real fast. And God bless all of us, each and every one, because finally, now we're there. Now we're price competitive. Now we're in a point where you can be like, okay, I can buy that. Yes, please, sure. Hit us with your emails. Tell us how you know that these don't work under 30 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> right. Tell us how, oh, that thing's a piece of shit. I bought one of those and my bike wouldn't start unless I had the turn signals on for half an hour to warm it up. I want to hear it. Yeah, let us know about it, man. Let us know. Or if you happen to have tried the parts unlimited one and you say it's a pile of steaming dog shit and we should all buy the you know the Deltran version. Okay, let us know too. Yeah, come at us, Nick. Come on. <laughs> Don't at Nick. They were, oh, shit, they were LED. <laughs> they were LED me, turn signals, so it didn't do any good. That's yeah, exactly right. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah. I just had to sit there cranking the starter to warm that battery up. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, it no. didn't start at I all. I tried cranking it. I tried cranking it for about a half an hour with the kill switch on. <laughs> <laughs> Made sure it didn't start oh, to warm wait. the battery up. You'd be good to go. Wait, does that sound familiar? Yeah, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, no, a couple so of my drones, a couple of my old drones did have battery warmers. Just yes. saying. Uh, no. Yeah. 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 So do zero motorcycles. Oh, nice. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you're not. Believe me, you're probably dying. That to is tell not. Everybody. That is not an odd thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, because light bows and light. Yeah, zero yeah. made it very clear. They were like, "Wow." we really want to sell these to people in Minnesota <laughs> and people in Minnesota went, okay, yeah, let, we'll just put a heater blanket on it. Yeah. And the idea of like literally having a heating blanket around your electric motorcycle. Yeah. yeah a little bit, no, they just had a little their bit mom, awkward. They just had their mom come outside and sit on the bike for a while. <laughs> just nesting. Just remember my trick. Heat up the carburetor. It'll start right. It'll up. start right up. Just warm mm-hmm. up the carburetor. Just spill a little gas on it. You'll be fine. It'll be good. It's okay. Steve, do you want to tell people about starting the rototiller today? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I thought you would. Uh, In case, yeah, in case anybody has any questions or comments, send them to motorcycleandmisfits at gmail.com. No, it's still (laughs) clevelandmoto at gmail.com. We have any negative yeah, any negative feedbacks? I'm gonna go. You guys can entertain yourself. We got, we got a really, a we got well, we got a really good negative feedback on Moto Stories. No. It was one of our like debauchery sessions. No, and some guys like 
What a bunch of fucking morons. I couldn't make it through 10 minutes of this. Why don't you guys grow up and get jobs? Wait, was that ah! really? Was that the rowdy one? The, we are the, the most the overemployed oh, okay. people ever. I, know. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I, I responded to the guy and I said, well, thank you for your feedback. We I love your feedback. We That's love great. this. In fact, John, yeah. John thrives off of it. So if you could email us your full thoughts and I gave Please. him our email. <laughs> so far, nothing. Come at us harder, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm He's like, like, if you're telling us man. something that we don't all know personally, please like, at me. Yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> so, uh, do we have a joke over there? Uh-oh. Smith is smiling. Uh-oh. Smith's smiling. Uh-oh. This is going to take a moment, but uh, two couples are playing cards. And uh, so it's Cinch, a foursome. Cinch ac- accidentally <laughs> dropped some cards on the floor. Uh-oh. What happens? And when he bent under the table to pick them up, he noticed Phil's wife. Oh. Steve's wife. Okay. No, don't even use my yeah. Sandy. <laughs> How dare you. Kit. Sandy. Kit. Was not wearing any underwear. Shocked by this. Cinch hit his head on the table and emerged red-faced. Heavens. Later, when Cinch went to the kitchen to get some refreshments, Sandy followed him and asked, did you see anything under the table that you liked? Ooh. Ooh. Once you well? get past the smell, you got it licked. <laughs> <laughs> Then says, well, yes, I did. And she said, well, you can have it, but it's going to cost you 100 bucks." Uh-oh. After a minute or two, Jeff indicates that he's interested. Jeff? Sin- Cinch? Oh, Cinch. <laughs> this guy. She tells him that since Dave works tomorrow, Friday afternoons. That her Cinch husband? doesn't. Yeah, husband. That Cinch should come by their house around 2 p.m. on Friday. Friday came. Dun, dun, dun. Cinch goes to the house at 2 p.m. Uh, yeah. After paying her the hundred dollars, he went to the bedroom and had sex for a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> minutes. That's the minutes, joke. Please. For a few hours. <laughs> minutes. Then he left. Dave, came, the husband, came home at six p.m. and asked the wife, "Hey, did Cinch come by this afternoon?" Once you clear the smell. <laughs> totally shocked. The wife says, "Yes, he did. He stopped by for a few minutes." Mm-hmm. Next, the husband asks, "Did Cinch give you a hundred dollars?" Wife says, "Oh hell, he knows." Reluctantly, she says, yes, he did give me $100. Good, says the husband. Because Cinch came by the office this morning and borrowed 100 bucks from me and said he was going to drop by our house later <laughs> to pay me back. So it's a good thing I have a nice friend like Cinch. Man. 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 That's not. I got a real story from one of our, one of our loyal podcast listeners. This is Cork. He was playing cards. <laughs> this is <laughs> Cork. And, and if, I'm going to pronounce both of these words wrong. He's, his name is Cork, C-O-R-K, like a cork in a bottle. Oh, okay. And he's from Weirton, West Virginia, with a W-E-I-R-T-O-N. That's so, Weirton. <laughs> he's Cork from Weirton, Weirton, West Virginia. But he's spending time at a weekend in Charlton, North Carol- or Charlotte, uh, North Carolina, where they have a plethora of electric stand-up scooters for rent. I think we've all seen these. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Which... To be fair. To be fair. fair. All right. right. (laughs) Hold on, though. He said, these scooters have a sensor which applies more torque when when they sense the added resistance of going uphill. So, you know, throttle position stays the same, but they give it a little more push because you're going up a hill. To maintain the speed, yeah. It's probably pretty smart. Yeah. He... Okay. He said, I found that out. But I also found out that they cannot discern the difference between uphill and wheelie. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Oh, shit. <laughs> the plot thickens. I like where this guy's going. Oh, I think the plot does thicken or <laughs> swells. Uh, long story short, oh boy. <laughs> once you get the front wheel climbing, it will continue to climb, adding exponentially more power until you do one of three things. Uh-oh. Shit or, uh, a, shit. let off the throttle. Uh, B, apply the rear brake. Right, right, right. right. Or, which was non-functional on my particular steed. <laughs> or C, loop it into a nearby yard sale. <laughs> I opted for choice B, the oh. brake. Which led to choice C, <laughs> due to the lack of brakes. Oh, no. And in very short order, I might add, it's amazing how much bodily harm one can do to themselves oh, yeah. at 16 miles per hour. Yeah, with no helmet and... Signed, Blood on the Streets of Charlotte. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. Wow. He got properly fucked up. Yeah. So, good for good for, I mean... Good for him embracing the smaller wheeled set. Though I'm telling you guys, these things are fucking dangerous. Yeah. Like, I've been riding motorcycles my whole goddamn life. And Dr. Waters and I came out of a bar at the top of Seattle, because Seattle's got a bottom part of Seattle and a top mm. part of Seattle. And the bottom part of Seattle's really amazing, but there are a couple of bars on the upper part of Seattle that you'd like to go to. But they're in the upper part of Seattle. And uh, we walked up to the upper part of Seattle to go to one of these bars. It's called Rum Bar, and it's fucking epic. It's right at the top of my list. But then when we left there, we weren't... Okay, so there are all these damn scooters everywhere, and we've, we eventually configured our phones to, you know, yeah, to use them. Yeah. And uh, we did, and then the idea is, you know, I'm, I'm 200 pounds. Dr. Waters is 150 pounds. And... Uh, so we figured if they're meant to hold one really, really big people, two normal-sized oh, people shouldn't shit. bother them too much. That's true. We both ride motorcycles. Pretty good. Like, we've both been riding motorcycles for a really long time. I can tell you something. If you put two people on one of those Lime electric scooters and you're trying to go from the top part of Seattle to the bottom part of Seattle... It's a bag of wet cats, man. You got to really have a hard time hanging on to that thing because the, the steering head angle is about one. Yeah, it's perfectly it's, vertical. And we were both standing up. Yeah, that's... And uh, we crashed it about 14 times. <laughs> and we eventually got to the point where she just said, okay. oh, I'll, I'll walk. I'll walk. <laughs> and, yeah. and she did, like most adventures, she got off at the right time. Um, she got. She always gets off at the right time. That's what she said. And yeah. a good wife, but... Yeah, so I, I eventually got that thing back to our hotel in one piece. and uh, But they're dangerous as fuck, man. Like, yeah. Me and yeah. Amy went last year. We hardly ever get to do date nights, but we went to like, uh, what's the death metal place that serves vegan food? Like the LBM or LBM, L- LBM, LBM. or whatever. Oh. LBM. So we were there. You know what, that, you know what that's? Th- it's a Spanish word for poo. Oh, is it? LBM. Oh, yeah. <laughs> LBM. But uh, LBM. so we were down in that area and uh, we saw a, uh, what do you call them when all the ladies are going for the bridal stuff, the bridal shower? Or yeah, something? a hen night. Hen night. Yeah. And yeah. so they were about four bars into their, their, their hen night <laughs> oh, and no. then they found the lime scooters. And so we came out and Amy was like, should we get going? I'm like, let's just wait a second. Oh, I just want to see this. I would put that on my card. Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, it was amazing. There were girls on the grounds. There were, it was just. Oh, yeah. Why don't everywhere. we do that 
next time. So next time we're looking for something to do, we'll go and find one of those hen nights. Oh, and because you can tell. Yeah. Oh yeah, the oh, dicks yeah. and everything and everything. Well, yeah, because they're all wearing the things and they, yeah. they got the, they heel, have the dicks on their heads and they and all got the heels they only wear once in their lives. Yeah. So they're all wobbly. Seven seven inch heels on a bird scooter. It's fucking awesome. And then we could just line them up. So we'll go rent oh, them from we'll other places. Them. Oh, here, take them. And we'll mine. bring them just out. Drop them in front. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. we'll just prepay. Oh, it's it's worth it. I'm and then when you. a whole gaggle fuck of them comes out, we'll be like, oh my God, we got to ride these. Special tonight. Ladies' night special. Yours. Free birds. Yeah. Birds. It's worth it. You like to give a girl a bird. Right. I'm as free as yeah. a bird. Now. And then we'll have the videographers all going by oh, with the tasteful yeah. tasteful drone shots. And have Taste. that all ready to go. <laughs> and then just let the fucking let them oh, go. It's, it's so good, dude. Oh, it's gonna be so, so much good. fun. YouTube content. Oh, it's yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. But again, I would never stop watching that. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll watch an old I'll watch a lady fall down. What do I got to lose? Nothing. It's going to be good. <laughs> All right. Anybody got anything else? No. No, no. my fucking God. Well, that's it, folks. Uh, thank you so much for listening to another fun-filled episode of the Cleveland Moto Podcast. Can we, can we discuss this, though? This is three episodes in a row where there was actual content. <laughs> this is getting uh, worrisome. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. A couple of things was we did put a pot of coffee on. Yeah. yeah, yeah so we kind of, yeah, 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 kind of like a yeah, little bit of that. Yeah. I see we've been going a little bit easier on the hard, hard liquors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's all right. But yeah, we'll see what happens next week. Who knows what's going to go on next <laughs> week? There's the vote in on whether we should be drinking or not. Yeah. I have not seen any results, by the way. So, podcast listeners, get your shit together. See, this is what I'm talking about. You've heard good ones. You've heard bad ones. Chime in. Yep. Yeah, yep. you got a bad phone number. Use it. I mean, should we do like a once a month Friday podcast? Oh, now we're scheduling drunk. Yeah. Oh, oh, man, you can't schedule shenanigans. Uh, it's true, it's true, no. it's true. Says Mr. Sunday. That's a different kind of shenanigans, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that is a different kind of shenanigans. Sunday Sunday. Look, that is a different kind of shenanigans. That well, is, now everybody knows you clean your toilets on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's this very special day. No, no, don't say it. What'd you get past it's the very smell? What'd you get past the smell? You got it. Licks. <laughs> 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 <laughs>